Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up? Thursday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV, of course, on your Supertalk Mississippi radio stations. Welcome to Divinity Equipment in Madison. Highway 51 in Madison, we are broadcasting live for the Kubota Field event, which means great savings for you on a ton of Kubota products, also on uh, some Toro products as well, not to mention Red Max uh, power tools, hand tools, so weed eaters, edgers, blowers, trimmers, great stuff. I feel like I can stand for Kubota, or for, uh, well, I could for Kubota as well, but especially for Red Mac. There is not a better weed eater on planet Earth than a Red Max weed eater. This is kind of your, uh, oh, see, I, this is what he does. What? It silences me. I know, your, your mic's on right now. I, you, I can't tell. Okay, now I can. Yeah, just turn your ears up, man. Your mic's fine. All right. This is like your Disneyland. Yeah, I like this. I love this store. I mean, I've been telling you guys as we've been talking about this coming up. It's one of my favorite places. Uh, Jonathan McMillan uh, owns the Kubota dealership here. This is the oldest Kubota dealership in these United States of America, and uh, they've got great fun stuff. I mean, they got they've got the power equipment. They've got uh, other supplies. A lot of. I'm gonna ask Jonathan about it when we talk about it. the the battery operated lawn equipment mm-hmm. is becoming more and more and more popular. I've got some friends that have gone that route and say it's good stuff too. Like it's not just oh yeah, it's a battery operated equipment for uh, you know the I, I'm stereotyping here, so forgive me. But for you know the lady that wants to do some work in the yard with a, as opposed to a heavyweight, heavy duty commercial grade string trimmer. Right. You got people that have used commercial grade trimmers for a long time that have, have switched over. So we'll we'll talk about that this afternoon and a whole lot more. We're glad to be with you uh, again, Davini on Highway 51 in Madison. Would love for you to come by. There is lunch left, and I will. Uh, Matt Smith, who uh, who works here, he is the chef. Compliments to the chef. Apparently, I missed the brisket. I was not here in time. I uh, did about 15 pounds of brisket. Smoked it 17 hours. Did Boston butts. The uh, the pulled pork is fantastic. Got some uh, baked beans that are uh, are really good. Some potato salad. Although I think I got the last of the potato salad, so you might be out of luck on that. Sorry, it's okay. 
I mean, like, sorry, not sorry, but, I, I, but, I, I but sorry. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic, though, and uh, we'd love to see you as we roll through the show this afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you, as always, from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at the Golden Moon Casino. You can find out more about them online at pearlriverresort.com, and you know we'd love to hear from you. How? Where? Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT professionals who live where you do. That's right here in C Spire country. We are now a day away from a big, big weekend in Starkville. And I mean big in like lots of different words. It's a big series, baseball-wise, for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It is big in the uh, from the sense that there are going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. I think the weather is going to cooperate. Hopefully, this rain that we are dealing with today is going to get on out of here. It's going to be good for the uh, the weekend. Um, there's a concert. Mm-hmm. Who's performing? Brett Eldridge. Brett Eldridge. Okay. Should I? Um... He's very similar to Pat Green. Oh, talks to angels and stuff like that? Yeah. I, th- I thought that he was kind of more like the Black Crows. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But anyway, so yeah, big uh, big concert going on at, uh, at Duty Noble after the game on the field. I, I, I'm really interested. On Saturday night. I, I did an interview with the uh, one of the promoters, Richard Greenlee. Uh-huh. And he, he talked about I said, how, how do you get a stage done? You know, I mean, because the game ends and he's like, it's, it's, it's some sort of, it's like a pop-up book. They like he said, the stage will be done twenty minutes after the game. That's incredible. Like they they roll it out, they put it up, and it's it's good. So what are they doing to protect the field? He said that there's no worries with this thing. It's it's light as a feather. Okay. So yeah, but are there going to be people on the field? That I don't know. And I keep seeing this number. I keep seeing twenty thousand. I'm like, that's got to be concert tickets because there's no way on earth you can get that in the stadium. And it's not like you can tarp the infield, right? So, like, what are you going to do? You can't have people in the field. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm excited. I'm, first time in a long time, I'm excited to see what happens because I have no idea what's going to happen. Are they clearing the stadium after the game and then bringing people back in for the concert? Or do you get so. to just hang out? I think, I think you just hang out because, I mean, your, your ticket is the same. Your baseball ticket is your concert ticket. Okay. So... I'm really not excited for this because we know people work hard on the fields, but if something happens to the I, field... Scott of Texas, yes, people on the field. Wow. Okay. Yeah, don't let Mike Bianco on there because we know how he tries to skirt, you know, games, and so he might get out there and do a little heel digging <laughs> into the ground, uh, ruin the field. Can't, can't play, play anymore. On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, look at this. I mean, he he forgot to put out the lightning pre- preventative tarp, and then he was also responsible for a field not being playable. I mean, so you know, Mike Bianco's just scheming his way to avoid losses. Obviously, the worst. Yeah. Somebody don't I, let him in. Don't think I didn't get a text when it was like seven to six or, or whatever it was when Ole Miss grabbed the lead. They're like, call it, call it, find some rain, find some tarp, do something. Is there any way that can happen in Starkville this weekend? Probably. I don't know. I mean, at least one of those games is going to get played. I would think. You would think one of at the le- three? At least one. The the, the grounds crew has got to be terrified. May anxious, not be the right word, but anxious, I mean, anxious. they're going to be at that concert and just staring at everybody on the field. Like, take your shoes off. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like uh, when you go to somebody's house and be like, "I take your shoes off before you come yeah. on the field." That actually would be kind of funny if they made people take their shoes off. Yeah. To, it's a country uh, concert. Why not? But you know how people are. Just somebody that's had one too many. That's in a bad mood. Just looking at Saturday's weather. I mean, obviously we're two days out. No, no rain in the forecast from what I can tell. That's good. Mid seventies. 
And uh, yeah, until Mike Bianco uh, just accidentally kicks a sprinkler head time, and, around concert time, it's it's actually you know more sun than clouds. So yeah. Well, there there you go. Yeah, it's all working out. It's going to be great. Love it when a plan comes together. Are you are you going to stay for the concert? Eh, I don't know. I might want to see a few minutes of it just to see how it looks. Yeah, I might get some pictures for Super Talking, you know, so we can have them mm-hmm. on the website. But as far as like the whole night, probably not. Like, am I just gonna go back to the press box and just put my feet up? Well, I mean, that's what I was wondering. Would like, I mean, you'll have a pretty good view from your, I your would. perch in the third base press box. Just kind of grab me, a, grab me a cold one, and uh, and enjoy a little music. Well, yeah, I could do that. We did have baseball last night. There was uh, only there were only two games. In uh, in the SEC or involving SEC teams last night, Arkansas hosted Little Rock. They played consecutive days. Arkansas blasted Little Rock on Tuesday night, like twenty-one to five, I think was the final, mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, then, uh, yeah, Little Rock won yesterday. Yes, they did. And, and so this whole new thing of Arkansas being willing to play in-state teams and other things, you Kill might it. just not have that anymore. Kill it. This was a great idea. It'd be great if, like, is it Yurichek? Is that his name? Hunter Yurichek? Yes. Like, he just he calls up the Arkansas Little Rock. You blew it. We were willing to do this, but look what you did. You screwed this. This is your fault, not mine. No more. Yeah. You know who else you could blame? Dave Van Horn. Yeah. I'd blame Don't him. lose to Little Rock. Might maybe blame Mike Bianco. Why not? Yes, but, I mean, midweek losses happen. They, uh, they, 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 they just happen from time to time. Um, there was a game in Oxford last night. That yeah. was the other game involving an SEC team. Ole Miss hosting Alcorn State, and Ole Miss got the win. The most, I mean, there's one, well, there were a couple of things. Yeah, there's that, one thing. No, no, yeah, but hold on. For a second consecutive night, a 450-plus foot home run hit by the hit by the same guy. Well, I saw that one. That's, there's there's more than one thing that was interesting, well, but it's the, same the guy, guy yeah. is the story. So Kemp Alderman, you know, on Tuesday night he hits a 480-foot home run with 115 mile an hour exit velocity, which is not the highest exit velocity he's hit this season. That's that's correct. He did 118 earlier. That that is correct. Uh, last night. He goes a whiz missile. <laughs> there you go. Over the batter's eye in straightaway center field, 450 feet, exit view out of 113, 114, something like Who cares? We sh- it was fast. But that's not the most interesting thing that happened to Kemp Alderman last night. He threw a couple He pitched. Pitches. Yeah. That was okay. It was pretty good. Struck out three, walked one. Yeah. Sitting 93-94 with a fastball and an okay slider. We're going to get him in the portal to Mississippi State. Not as a hitter. Uh, just need, need somebody can, buddy, need to watch. Buddy, right? he's, not, he's no. not playing another game of college baseball when the season ends. <laughs> no. Not one. No, we need to make a, I'm willing to make a deal. If you want to be, if you want to represent Ole Miss, I'll represent State. We'll throw Kemp Alderman one belt-high 86-mile-an-hour fastball if you'll do the same for Dakota Jordan. And we'll see who, who can launch it further. Hmm. Just one. You, you get, each get one. Hmm. A home run derby between the two would be great. <laughs> it would be incredible. The it people would. in the lofts this week are in danger. Heads up. Yeah. Heads up, indeed. My question is, and we can get to it when we come back, is why was that the first time we've seen him pitch? He's been at, he's been at Ole Miss for three years, and apparently he was a good pitcher in high school. And buddy, he's got gas. I mean, he can throw, and the, the off speed was okay, and. For a guy that doesn't pitch, he looked a heck. Of, I know it's all court, but he looked a heck of a lot better than a lot of guys they pitched. 
this year, this year anyway. Sports Talk Mississippi broadcasting live from Divinity Equipment in Madison on Highway 51. Just getting started with you. We'll be right back. That's right. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you from Divini Equipment in Madison, right off of Highway 51. You can come in on Sal Road, turn right onto Highway 51, and it's just immediately there on your right. Yes, I know it is raining, but you won't melt. Come see us. We'd love to uh, visit. And In fact, the folks here at Divini would be more than happy to, uh, to sell you a new piece of equipment on this rainy day or uh, any other day. Because the sun will return, and it's going to be really nice. You save money for a rainy day. It's a rainy day. Come spend some money here at Divinity. People have always said, you know, you can sometimes get the best deals car shopping when it's raining outside. I believe that. I'm here to tell you there are deals to be gotten here at uh, at Divinity in Madison on this rainy day. They've got a great selection of lawnmowers that are in stock, whether you are looking... For the uh, Kubota mowers, those are the ones with the orange paint. The uh, the Toro mowers, got those in, in the red paint. Uh, they've got the stand-up commercial-grade mowers as well. Uh, if, if you don't want like the true walk-behind mower, but you're not necessarily looking for a, uh, a full-on uh, zero turn that you sit in and, and you drive with the handles, uh, they've got the, the upright stand-up. In fact, one of the brands is Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. It's the, the yellow mower, and they've got... Red Max stand-up mowers as well. Great selection, not to mention the tractors. The Kubota L2501. That's a 25-horsepower, four-wheel drive tractor. Uh, There's one that was just assembled today that is ready to go uh, up to um, almost $1,600 off. Plus, there is uh, an event coupon available for you if you come in on uh, on this Kubota Field Day here today or tomorrow in the uh, the Jackson Divinity Store. So uh, a lot of good stuff that's happening. We'll continue to tell you about some of the deals that are available to you here at Divinity. Our friends at the uh, Timeout Lounge. Yeah, uh, they have set the odds of you making a major purchase while here at three to one. Um, what what, the, what do we call major? Yeah, that, well, I'll be the judge of that. Okay, so I'm, whatever you walk out with, I'll make that decision. I mean, I, I talked to to Jonathan a little like while ago. There's something something more than a hat, but yeah, something le- that doesn't fit on your front an, seat. So less than an actual combine. Yeah, yeah I'm, I I don't have a need for a combine. I do have a need for a new mower. Uh, there is a um, get your money in now while you still can. Yeah, that that that, that, that ticket's going to cash. I am I am looking for a seventy-two inch zero turn mower that it's got to replace one that is uh, it's about to give up the ghost. Only problem is I don't have a trailer with me. We'll get that figured out later. You just buy it and come back. Well, that, that's a fairly significant purchase to say. Yeah, we'll just figure it out. I later. got it. I got it. Buy a trailer while you're here. <sighs> I need some of that hate ad money if I'm going to do all nah, this. Nah. That's what I need. Hate ad money to get you lunch at the Trace Grill. That's about all it's going to get these days. Uh, I'm feeling nostalgic today, by the way. Oh, yeah? Why, why is, is that? that? Uh, because of where we Jinx, are. So Jinx. so nine years ago, almost nine years ago, uh, I started working 
That's super talk. Yeah. Yeah. So and is your anniversary is today? I, I believe it was September 2nd or September 4th. Either way, it was a Monday when I started. Yeah. And that. The, I don't believe you because that would be Labor Day and we don't. Well. Yeah, we all. We, we do work on Labor Day. college football. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, go ahead. But uh, I had to do all like the new hire paperwork and all that stuff for the first couple of days. And then my third day, there was a Kubota remote. And I came here. And met you for the first time, and JT, rest his soul, I sat on a cooler right there and watched those two shows happen yeah. right here. I was sitting right there um, nine years ago, come September. It was a long time ago. Speaking of that cooler sitting right there. You can win it. Somebody's going to win it. A custom Kubota Apex cooler. Somebody's going to win one like it. I'm walking out with that one. I'm Are you? I'm going to lift it up. We will call you. You have a new nickname. What's that? Thief. Thief. Uh, you know what? A thief with a great cooler. Though. Yeah, it, it certainly uh, that certainly would be the case. That's awesome. Yeah, good piece of equipment. All right, Borky, you wanted to uh, float that question out. Why has Kemp Alderman not already been pitching? Can I temper that just a touch? Like I don't think it's a an unreasonable question. It was three outs, strikeouts against Alcorn State. It was for a guy with uh, no real pressure. Whatsoever, I'm not doubting Kemp Alderman on anything. He he's kind of proven that he is he's good. He was a good pitcher in high school, great athlete, uh, hits the baseball a million miles. But not always being a good pitcher in high school translates to being a good pitcher in college. No, it doesn't. It's it's funny to me to see how good he could be if he were to focus on it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what do you want to do? You want to take his bat out of the lineup? No. Like, he, you want to focus on him I mean, being other, other teams have guys that hit and also pitch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is he, is he a plus defender that, that you've got to have him in the field? No, you DH him and pitch him. I mean, is anybody going to... a pretty good defender, yeah, too. He is, but is anybody going to draft him because of his fielding prowess? No, it's because he's a giant that... And he doesn't strike out, either. That, that's the crazy thing about his numbers this year. He's hitting 360 it's, with 25 strikeouts. power hitter doesn't strike out as yeah. much as he does. He's got 25 Ks. He's got double... The, uh, what is it? Double the hits and double the RBIs. Or almost double the hits and double the RBIs as he does strikeouts. So that that's what's going to get him drafted at the next level. That's something Keith Kessinger and I talked about during the broadcast on, on Tuesday night. I, he laid off a slider in the dirt. And I said, to me, that's the biggest area of growth. And you know, no question. Yeah. Two years ago, he chases that pitch. He goes down on strikes. As it was, he worked the at-bat, ends up getting a, a base hit or walk or whatever and, and yeah. gets on base. Productive at-bat. Very productive at-bat because he's become more selective and he lays off the stuff that's out of the zone. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's never going to swing and miss at a slider. It happens. But it's not every time that a pitcher throws something up there that's got a little bit of spin and a little bit of movement, he misses it by eight inches plus two feet because it's in the other batter's box. Um, you know, it's not that kind of chase anymore. It's it's in, impressive. So you want to run him out there Friday night? Ole Miss needs three outs to finish it off against Mississippi State. Maybe not State. Friday night, but I mean, you've got a handful of midweeks left, and if the injuries keep piling up, which they, you know, apparently they got some good news about the the two guys that Mike Bianco talked about yesterday. But I mean, how many options do they have? Not a ton. They really don't have many. I'm just I'm curious to see if he saw enough to give him some more run at lower stakes because. You don't have many options, and the options you do have haven't exactly provided a whole lot for you. So, 
Here's something that stands out to me, though. Mike Bianco has shown in his career that he is willing to allow guys to play two ways. Right? I mean, yep. Stephen Head's the biggest example. He was elite as a left-handed pitcher because of a unworldly good changeup. It wasn't because of his fastball. I mean, he was 89 to 92 with his fastball, but his changeup it was un, it was unhittable almost. Yeah. Um, but he was also an elite hitter, and he was an elite defender at first base, and so you took advantage of that. I tend to think if this coaching staff, who over the course of the three years that he's been there, have had times when they needed pitching. I tend to think if they thought that that was anything other than an option of last resort, they would have tried it and maybe have in practice settings and so why, haven't seen what they needed to see. Why was it necessary last night? Because they got nobody. They're playing two midweek games this week. They, they played on they Tuesday. They're playing on Wednesday. You, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so they, they, and had two guys that were not available last night, okay. Braden Jones and Mitch Morrell that we talked about, in addition to the fact that you had thrown two other bullets out of the bullpen on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do on Sunday? I don't know. Maybe Kemp Alderman will start. Uh, I mean, maybe not start, but heck, man, you might see him. I, I was just I, I was so impressed with how it looked considering he doesn't pitch. I mean, 94 in the bra- and located well at I don't know, man. It just, it just seems like there's more to him than just a home run hitter. Like when Mangum pitched, he wasn't throwing 94. He was throwing, you know, 88, 89. But, you know, that was a sort of similar situation. State was so uh, depleted with injury that they just like, well, and he actually started game. He started an SEC game. That's how depleted State was in 2017. Yeah. But he didn't well, throw in 94. And then you remember Ryan Olenek. Yeah, a few years yeah. ago for Ole Miss, playing as a center fielder, he's into his last—I think it was his last year, maybe once earlier in his career—and they put him on the mound. And it initially it was out of necessity, and they're like, oh, "This guy's pretty good." And they ran him out. Didn't he end up starting an SEC tournament game? He pitched in the SEC uh, tournament. Yes, it was a championship game, right, against Vanderbilt, and he got lit up. I mean, they they had to play their way all the way to Sunday. They they didn't have any days off or something like that. I, I think it was. I think it was a cha- the SEC championship. Maybe so. And Vanderbilt beat them like eleven to nothing or something like that. Mm. Right? I uh, yeah. Isn't that what happened? I don't know. What year would that have been? I don't know. Oh, eighteen. I'm gonna have to find it now because I, I think that that I, I don't do good with specific memory like that years down the road. Like mm-hmm. I, I just kind of for it all runs together. I think that's how that went down. Sports Talk Mississippi with you on a rainy Thursday afternoon in central Mississippi. We are live today at Divinity Equipment, Highway 51 in Madison. Love for you to come by and see us. Got some food left. You can grab a plate of barbecue if you would like. Check out some of the deals that are happening on uh, Kubota lawn equipment and tractors. Also, Red Max handheld power products. Good stuff. That's on the back wall in here. And it uh, they got blowers. They've got weed eaters, they've got edgers, they've got hedge trimmers, the whole deal. Come check it out. Sports Talk Mississippi, Pearl River Resort Studio. Super Talk Mississippi. Check the fire. Are you ready? Sports Talk Mississippi.
seen you in here before I said I've been here a time or two She said hello my name is Bobby Joe Meet my twin sister Betty Lou And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight Let's go let play for a second, boy. You never play country music. Will does it very often. I just kind of give it a minute. I don't. And, you know. I think we need more of it, honestly. I meant to tell you that the other well, day. Well, I get more feedback when I play uh, the hippie stuff, like Panic and Grateful Dead and all that. People well, if love you, that. But you never play the other stuff, so you never give yourself a chance to get feedback. True. Very true. It's true. Will Lee sitting in Michael Borky's chair as Michael Borky sits in this chair uh, to my left. William, hello. I played my tractor sexy earlier and got nothing. Nothing. Hey. Nothing. Well, I mean, thank you. We, we just got to get honky-tonk badonka donk really turn this show. <laughs> oh, wow. That's my ringtone, so I'll, I'll make sure that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's his ringtone when I call. That's, that's, it's, only, it's only for me. Borky did not get the Barbara Mandrell reference at the end of the show yesterday no, when I, I no. asked him about if, if he was country. One of the few times country, I, cool? I don't get uh, a reference. I just found out the other day that Dolly Parton has her own line of baking products through Duncan Hines. I'm going to have to go buy some of those things. Does she really? Yeah. I was just in the store. I saw Dolly Parton's biscuit mix. I was like, oh, it's the best Dolly Parton song. What's jo- the- Jolene. You know, I've always wondered no, about Jolene. I will always love you. You know, what I've always wondered about Jolene. That must have been the most smoking hot woman on the planet to steal Dolly Parton, prime Dolly Parton's man away from her. The Miley Cyrus version of Jolene with Dolly uh-huh. is. Is it good? Incredible. I haven't heard Well, I don't know if she did that. That was in like the, the backyard that's, sessions that's or whatever. I just want to know what Jolene looked like. That must have been yeah, a well, good well, looking Use movie. your imagination. <laughs> I'd go 9 to 5, though, is Dolly's best. 9 song. to 5 is, is good. It's great. Yeah. Great writing there, <laughs> he doesn't too. doesn't know what 9 to 5 I is. I do. I, but I think it's still I Will Always Love You, though. See, I can't go with that because of the Whitney Houston version. Hey, but doesn't that make it even better? Maybe, that, but Whitney was better. Whitney's better, so she, you can't have... I think Dolly would tell you song, that Whitney was better. You can, your best song can't be something that somebody else covered. What qualifies as your best song, though? It is it the be, best written song or the best It can't be performed? something that somebody else covered and made better than you. Yeah. Nine to five. Nine to five. For me. Jolene. Uh, uh, Jolene's great as well. Um, and then you got Islands in the Stream. <laughs> Islands of Stream is a hate it's ad, duet, right? That's a hate ad karaoke favorite. If is I, it really? If I can, if I can get a if we, me and Alex are going to we ever do karaoke. We're going to sing Islands in the Stream. You do karaoke like you're. Oh, I love to, buddy. Do when we go to Nashville, make it happen. We're getting a few beers in you, and you we're finding get a, a few beers in me, buddy. I'll do it sober. If you give him a microphone, he is ready to karaoke right now I'm, here I'm in the so middle in. of the video. Equipment. Here's how my brain works. I, I, I never turn it off. I'm thinking content, There's buddy. That video. Put that video online and it will get views, and, oh, then yeah. I, and then I will look good. So that's all I'm that my angle here. But we got to get you up on stage. Yeah. Okay. At, like Toby Keith. He said, "Here's how his mind I've, works. I've his done mind it doesn't work the same way as Razor does." No. Do you notice? <laughs> I've tried it again. He's got the. Uh, I've the little, tried it the again. Pencil thin mustache. Oh. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I've sang karaoke in front of a crowd before. It's no big deal. We use. We well, have, but none of us have video of it. Oh, I just. I have video of it. Me singing Mr. Brightside. Yes, yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately cannot hear that song ever again in my life without hearing what the Missouri students add to it with regard to their... Can you, can you say that on the air? No. No, no I, I can't. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll show you, you a video. Show me, yeah. okay. So I was doing a game at Missouri this year. Yeah. Missouri was on... It may have been against Mississippi... Maybe in the game against Mississippi State. Missouri went on a run... 
And it was like, yeah, Missouri takes a three-point lead, and here comes Mr. Brightside, and we go to break. Uh-huh. And like their control room clipped it, and they've got all the shots, but they get to the, you know, after they hit the Mr. Brightside piece of it, they have a Man. two, a, a two-word phrase that is they it, yell repetitively, basically like neck. They're like you can't, you can't um, play it. But not, not that vulgar. Okay, okay, but it's. Oh, you know what? We got, it's we got blank like Kansas, blank KU, blank KU, blank KU, blank KU. Which, which is rich, by the way, because they were That's the ones that were supposed to play Kansas in a bowl game, and they refused, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So you can't take shots at your Somebody rival when you do something like fancy that. Fancy is Dolly Parton. That's a Reba McIntyre song. Oh, geez. Come on. Mistaking Dolly for Reba is... That's one queen for another. That's hmm. like thinking that... A couple of votes for Coat of Many Colors. That's a good song. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Have to make an addendum, by the way. Uh, Ryan Olenek did not start that game against Vanderbilt. He yeah. gave up the winning hit. Ah. And Ole Miss and, did not get down 11-0 in that game either. They were up 9-1. Nine, nine to, nine to one. And then they gave up... They just had a guess. Yeah. They just had a guess. I mean, they're throwing an outfielder on the mound in the SEC championship. They're trying to win consecutive SEC tournaments. They had beaten LSU the year before, 2018, uh, for uh, for a tournament title. So, uh, Sports Talk Mississippi, we are coming to you from Divinity Equipment. What's important this weekend? State and Ole Miss. What's important this weekend? Here's where I get paid the big bucks. Win the series. Win the, you, you have to win. What, what's important? Uh, Let me for, ask for the question differently, perhaps. Um, what is What things are important that need to happen so that your desired outcome of win, whichever side of the equation you're on, becomes the outcome? It's very simple for Mississippi State. Okay. Very simple. Throw strikes. State. Well, you know, Ole Miss has hitters, and, well, and, and if their their pitch is in the strike zone... That, that's fine. I, I, you know, uh, you throw a pitch... And there's a seventy percent chance it's going to be an out, or, or not going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 that's a good day, right? State's problem is they walk too many guys, and you know that. State is fifteen and one this year when they have five or less walks. It's just, I mean, it is, five or fewer walks, fifteen and one. It's as simple wow. as that. It's and a they've simple, got eighteen total wins. I think they have twenty now. Is it twenty? Okay, I have to check. My I, gosh, sure. what a stat! I mean, it's just it's just that simple. When they put guys on base for free, the the errors aren't even really killing them. It's it's the free passes because, which, and, which, and when which you, if you, com- rewind you a couple combine weeks. that with the base stealing that state has struggled to stop, basically if you walk a guy, you just gave him a double, yeah. and then a, then a base hit is an RBI. So state cannot put Ole Miss on base this weekend. If they throw strikes, they make the Rebels hit it. They're going to win the game. And for Ole Miss, it's similar but different. I mean, they, they lost the A&M series and lost the Arkansas series because of self-inflicted wounds, not so much because of walks, although that was an issue also. Uh, mistakes in the field, mistakes on the base pass. That, that is why they lost Game 3 against Arkansas. It's why they lost Game 1 against Texas A&M. And if they just play clean baseball in those two games, we're having a completely different conversation about this team. It's, hey, here's the numbers. If they win this series and this series and they can do it, they'll make the postseason. What's their RPI? Instead, it's if they lose this series, mathematically, they're almost eliminated. So If Ole Miss loses this series, I would bet my house they don't go to it, It's It's hard to just see the number, especially with LSU still having Hoover. Hoover. If they lose this series, they would be three and twelve. Uh huh. That's a tough. 
It is. They, they do play you know, the other bottom feeders that I, I Georgia that, and Missouri but, are still on the I mean, schedule. If, you, but, if, if you're not winning all of those yeah, series. But who cares about Hoover? And I don't mean like, I, I get don't it, no, go no. In, in anything. It's a fun tournament. Don't get me wrong. But making it to Hoover means nothing. It's the other postseason. Will we, will we make it to Hoover if Ole Miss doesn't? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That, that's a good question. I actually wonder that. As like. Especially that they, was. What so, if they both so, don't go? What well, are we doing? Uh, well, we're not going if they both don't go. I yeah. can answer that question yeah. for you definitively here today. But I mean, last year, Ole Miss makes it. Yeah. They're playing on Tuesday. <laughs> State's <laughs> not there. Ole Miss gets beat on Tuesday. We wake up Wednesday morning, and I call Houston, <laughs> and I, and I said, because um, Houston was there helping us yeah, with the setup. Yeah, the bus was there the whole day. I'm like, look, man, we're here. We're committed to being here, and that's fine. But but what are we doing? He's like. Yeah. I'm really glad you called. <laughs> he said, it. I've been sitting here. He's like, you're right. He's like, I was like, we don't know what the weather's going to do. Yeah, the weather's bad. Um, the, I think it was raining that mm-hmm. morning when we woke mm-hmm. up, so we don't even know if there's actually going to be baseball in the background. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason to, and I was That's, like, he's like, you know. You had called me or texted me, and we'd had a little bit of that discussion. And then you were like, okay, I'm going to call Houston. And like, you know, 15, 20 minutes goes by. And I'm just sitting there in the hotel room, and I look at my phone, and it says Houston McDavid. I was like, go ahead and pack up. <laughs> Time to go. I know yeah. what this phone calls about. Yeah. Um, but it, it felt like the right decision to make. It was. And, and, yeah. it, and I mean, I mean and we I, spent the rest of the week on college football. That ended up being a pretty good week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Because that's when we started the countdown. That's right. We were and, like, we got nothing and, else to do. And uh, we, we, we need to make a pledge right now we, we that did. that countdown will be counted down 100 to 1. Yes, we will do it. Look. That week we had two topics. We had college football and why Mike Bianco was probably going to get fired. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that turned around pretty quick. Uh, yeah, it did. You know, they got in the tournament after all. They did. I remember the Monday. Shout out John Cohen. Had our Monday show, we were just like, I don't know. I don't know why they Like, got... I was convinced that like yeah. they weren't getting yeah, in. we all were. They were. The state of Mississippi was convinced. And, and then Until I got John a, Cohen. I got a call You're early, welcome. early Monday morning. It's like, they're a three seed in Miami. Miami. And I was like, wait, they're in? He was like, yes. I said, like, in the turn. Like, they get to play There's more baseball. NIT? For baseball? And I, and I was like, who else? He's like, I don't have the... And then, like, an hour later, it's like, it's Miami hosting, Arizona. Oh, that's interesting. And then whoever the fourth team was, it doesn't matter. Don't know, doesn't matter. <laughs> and, and so it went from, hold on, they're in, to... They could win that. You know? Regional. Yeah. Miami's got one good, really yeah. good left-handed pitcher. they got a pretty good closer. Arizona lost a bunch off that team from a year ago. I mean... Could they? No. And then the reps and then, got and, hot. And then you're like, they're paired up with Hattiesburg. Yeah. Yeah. Careful. And then the Rebs got hot. Jonathan McMillan will join us on the other side of this break as we talk a little bit more about Divinity Equipment in Madison. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. describe a lot of things here at uh, Divinity and Madison. We just happened to be talking about white chocolate covered Oreos. Oh, so good. Really I think. Good. Yes. But we can also say the best about Kubota tractors. Got a lot of equipment. At no the uh, oldest Kubota dealership in the United States. 
That voice is Jonathan McMillan. All kinds of folks floating around here. One of his former college football teammates at Mississippi College who apparently liked him so much that he's wearing a sticker that's got Jonathan's name on it. I don't even know what that's all about. Uh, great to see you. Great to be back here at Divinity. How are you? Man, I'm good. It's good. To, yeah. I, I, when you said it's back, I guess it's been did, did you nine years ago. Was your first remote or Borky's first remote? That was Borky's first remote. When We might have done a show here before that. I don't remember. Probably done this half a dozen times over the course I mean, of the last... I'm glad we were able... It was kind of a last-minute deal, but yeah. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad it worked out. Everybody can come. So, yeah, well, welcome back, man. This is awesome. It's good to be here. I, I have yeah. said, as we've we've talked about this remote throughout the week, it's, it's one of my favorite places. A store like this feels like home. Like, you walk in the front door, and it's like, okay... We got the weed eaters and the blowers and the edgers and the trimmers and the chainsaws and we got boots and we got. I just ordered your lawnmower. So you got you? your, your lawnmower's coming. It's done. Okay. So it's done. Do right, I need you. to know anything? Nah. I, I, yeah, I, I got you. Social. Okay. You're well, fine. Good. Good. You're good. Just don't worry about that payment in the mail. It's good. You're you're fine. It's good. It's good. Fantastic. You'll love it. You'll love it. <laughs> we should talk more about those stickers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can, how I can help. Um, so, you know, just like we drew it up, we've got a day outside. It's blue sky, sunny, white puffy clouds. Grass is growing all over the place. And it's just driving people through the door to buy lawn mowers. It's perfect lawnmower cutting weather yeah. outside. Uh, here's the thing, though. We live in Mississippi, and if you don't like the weather, just hang tight for a second. It's going to change. Hey, with that rain, the grass is going to grow. This spring rain. Oh, it's going to grow. We've got a lot of sunshine, some warmer temperatures coming. We have made it to that time of year. So let's talk lawnmowers for a minute. Uh, we'll get to some tractors maybe maybe in the next hour. Tell me about the deals that, that we've got going, because you've got Kubota lawnmowers. You've got Toro lawnmowers, the zero turns. You've got traditional walk-behind push mowers that are self-propelled. And then you've got these, these stand-up mowers yeah. that are a little bit newer. A lot of commercial folks have gone to those. Yeah. Uh, yeah the stand – I mean, so we do carry um, Kubota, Toro, Wright, Red Max. Those are pretty much the mower okay. brands that we carry. So talking about the standards, all of them make them. Um, Right standards, they were the first ones who introduced the standard in the market 25-odd years ago. Okay. So they're kind of the gold standard, per se, in that standard business. And one of our customers, a uh, really big landscaper here in town, um, contacted us, and they were curious about that product, and it just worked out for us to get it. Uh, and like I said, talking about a gold standard, gold star of a mower, that's it. With yellow really, paint, no less. With yellow paint, yeah. it's It really is a good – but. And if you buy one of those today, while this event is going on, you can save some money up up to fifteen hundred dollars off one of the right standard. Well, yeah, some mowers. of those mowers fifteen hundred dollars off. And my rep was actually in here earlier. Uh, there's a couple of models that are twenty four percent off, which actually is more money than that. Okay, off select models. So yeah, some of those models twenty four percent. Some of those models twenty two percent off MSRP. All right. So they just came out with that like earlier this week. So that's that's brand new. So yeah. All right. So there may be people going. I'd love to have a tractor. I don't think I can come in and write a, a, a check for a tractor. If you've looked at anything lately in terms of financing, it doesn't feel like this is the time that you want to go borrow money, right? I mean, interest rates are high on mortgages. Interest rates are high if you're buying a car. And then I see package deal 
for a Kubota tractor, 0% for 72 months. That's like free money. That's why I put it on there. 0.99% for 84 months. That's almost like free money. So they've held Kubota credit. That's with Kubota. That's our Kubota credit. So, yeah, 0% for 72 months, 0.99 for 84 months. Um, on most all of your L-Series tractors, which is kind of our – Anywhere from a 25 to a 60 horse tractor, okay. um, and yeah, zero percent, 72 months. It's it, it really is. You can get your payments down low to kind of fit any budget. Of course, you can do 36 months zero, 48 months at zero. Sure. Um, but to stretch it out there and get your payments as low as you can, especially for you know somebody on a budget or you know somebody just now getting started in a business. We got a lot of guys that, hey man, I want to go out here and cut and do this and start my own thing, and I just need the lowest payment I can possibly get. Well, there you go, 84 months. Uh, 0.99% we can get payments down there pretty good. All right, so so payments one thing. Give me a ballpark though. If somebody's looking at getting into, you know, a 25 to 50 horse tractor, want a bucket on it, want to get a clipper, need a trailer to put it on, you're getting out the door for like give me a price range. Yeah, you ballpark. I mean like a 2501 and depending, you know, that's why, you know, when we put on there package deals available. Yeah. It depends Everybody, on what you need, right? Yeah, right. I mean, we, we, you know, when somebody comes in, we, we want to talk to them. We want yeah. to educate them. You know, what are you trying to do? What are your needs? This is this is what we've got. Okay, do you need a box blade? Do you need a greater blade? Do you need a bonic blade? Do you need a post hole digger? Do you need a disc? Well, what size disc? Or what size cutter? So yeah. there's a lot of variables that go into it. So Getting a spreader um, to go on the back of it. That's, that's exactly. PTO. But the bottom line is it may be a whole lot more affordable than you think. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, especially when you can stretch the payments out, um, you know, yeah, I mean, we can, get, we can get payments down in the in the two hundred, close to three hundred dollar range for a whole package deal. I mean, it's 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 definitely affordable. That is sure. very doable. There's lots of savings. Come by and see us at Divinity in Madison on Highway 51. If you're coming in on Sal Road, you uh, you go to the intersection, you turn right onto Highway 51, and about three hundred yards down on the right, right you here. are at Divinity. Yeah. It's great to see you. Awesome. Let's do this again. Yeah, Shoot ya. All right, Jonathan McMillan will join us at the end of the four o'clock hour and the five o'clock hour. Sports Talk Mississippi, rolling on with you. Pearl River Resort Studio on the road today at Divinity in Madison. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. Just a mess with you. I started to just leave your mic down. You must have already turned it back up. Yeah, I was trying to talk to Will, but he won't answer me. Yeah, Will, they were worried about you. Michael and Michael. Borky and Hey Dad were both. Michael and Brian. I mean, it does sound weird when I do that, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. I always say my friends call me Hey Dad. You're yeah. my friend, so call me Hey Dad. Yeah. Uh, they were worried, Will. They were trying to talk to you, and you wouldn't answer. About what do they need? That's what make sure you got the phone I know, number, man. I, it That's wanted to it be is. like, would you just leave me alone? Because we, we're trying to do work here. Yes, yes, I understand. We're uh, we're glad to be with you. Sports Talk Mississippi broadcasting live from Divinity Equipment in Madison. Time for us to talk some college football with our uh, good friend Brandon Marcello. And uh, we will get with him in just a moment. What are you doing, hey, Dad? That's See, what I wanted to talk to yeah, him for. And Richard's over here making fun of us for, for trying to run a smooth operation. How dare we? Yeah, no, we're, uh, we're good. Um, we are nearing the end of spring football practice. There are another – got a bunch of spring games that are happening this week. Um, 
you got a bunch more that are happening next weekend, but next weekend's kind of the end of the line, and most everybody will have finished up spring practice. And we've kind of gotten to the point where we're, we're asking the question, well, what have we learned? Is there anything that we have taken away? And uh, Brandon Marcello is going to try and perhaps help us uh, decipher some of that. Brandon uh, covers the entire SEC. He's covered programs individually and uh, now is focused on the entire league. Brandon, great to catch up with you, my man. What's up? Not much. I'm actually at a SEC practice right now. So getting some so, uh, football in while I can. Yeah, all right. So spring practice, I mean, there's debatable, right? Coaches do it because everybody else do does it. They do it because they feel like they have to. People would look at them funny. Do you think coaches like spring practice, if we're being completely honest? I think that they like the opportunity to get to refine some technique and fundamentals. I don't think it's necessarily one where they feel like they can go in and install their playbook or anything like that and start figuring out the identity of their team. That's that's impossible, and I think any coach who tells you that is lying through their teeth or at least trying to convince themselves. A lot of these guys just want to be able to come in and work with the players and refine things and reshape their bodies. That's that's what spring football is all about, and for that matter, nowadays what it's really turned into, especially when you get <clears throat> all these transfers in and you're trying yeah. to figure out a way to fit them in, but also just refine them in the way that they would fit in your program. I'd like to reshape my body, Brandon. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> well, Brandon Marcello might could help you Brandon with that because Marcello he has done that. just he that. Yeah. Just that. I just, uh, I just knew he would laugh. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't resist. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at B Marcello, National College Football Reporter for 24-7 Sports. Uh, all right, so you, you said, generally speaking, you're not trying to install a playbook. Does it feel like that's different when you have new coordinators in particular in? And I'm thinking about two examples here in the state of Mississippi. Pete Golding comes in as now the defensive coordinator for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, and it's going to be a different defense than what they did. And then Mississippi State, obviously no Mike Leach. You've got Zach Arnett and a new offensive coordinator coming in. Does that make spring more important for those two schools than it would in a normal year? Yeah, certainly. Uh, anybody that's coming in and you've got to change philosophy or for that matter, as you said, change the playbook. I, d- I do think that a lot, I, you know, I try to get in the weeds of some of these coaches and they won't tell you sometimes, but you try to figure out like how much, you know, language and terminology is carried over from the previous regime just to make it a little bit more simple for the players and for that matter, the coaches trying to teach things, but. You know, a lot of these coaches aren't coming in and installing even 75% of their playbook. They're coming in doing some base stuff, some base principle things to get these players familiar with it, you know. And then also there's a lot of situational ball that goes into all all this stuff. And you're seeing it now even more in these spring games. You know, it used to be it was all about entertaining fans and everything, but a lot of them now, (laughs) they just go out there and run situational stuff like they would in a practice. Uh, in the team-on-team in team drill stuff. So um, they're just trying to get as much on tape as they can to learn about the individuals and how they can mix and match personnel so that when they get into August, they can kind of go out there and start actually installing things and get a better feel for what uh, they could potentially become with, as far as an identity. Brandon, Mississippi State has made a pretty good trend over the past few years of, of- overachieving relative to the, the early season predictions on them. When you look at this team and what they bring back, how much how much different are the predictions for them if Mike Leach is still the coach? Man, that's a great question. Um, considering what the league has coming back and in the West, 
I think that they probably would be probably like a pick to finish maybe fourth in the SEC West potentially. Um, and as it stands now, I think that's going to have to be lower. Um, I do wonder, and I haven't heard much, and I'm sure you guys talk about it all the time, what, it, what exactly is that offense going to look like? What are they looking to do there to kind of complement that defense? Because often any defensive coordinator out there, you're going three and out, three and out, three and out, say two drives in a row, even three drives in a row. That changes a lot of what you're able to call and what you're able to do with your defense because of one position you're in as far as field position, but also just the amount of minutes you're putting onto your bodies out there. Um, and I do wonder kind of how Mississippi State plans on attacking that, maybe more so than, than Ole Miss. You know, we talk about it being different there at Ole Miss, but I, I don't think that no matter what, because, you know, Lane Kiffin is an offensive coach, it's going to change very much what they're going to be doing offensively, whereas Pete Golding's probably going to have to go in there and more or less kind of <clears throat> mold himself to fit into that Ole Miss system. Visiting with Brandon Marcello from 24-7 Sports, Calvers College Football, all over the country, specifically in the Southeast. Brandon, this is we're kind of getting to that time of the year where everybody writes a story, or, or lots of people write stories, where are like, okay, this is the biggest question for every team in the SEC, or emerging storylines. I'm curious as you think about it, as we get you know a little bit closer, four and a half, five months away from the start of the season, give me two or three of the storylines that you think really are going to dominate the offseason and are going to stand out as we roll into the 2023 campaign? Just with the SEC? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think is one for me is can Tennessee prove that this wasn't necessarily a flash-and-pan type season? I, I think to me that it, it wasn't, that they're, that's going to be a consistent thing they can keep up because of that offensive system that they have there with the beer and shoot. And not to say it's unique, but it's a system that one that my colleague Bud Elliott actually broke down pretty well today um, about how you know that's such a small, tight knit group with the air raid, but also that version of the air raid that a lot of coaches try to replicate across college football, but they can't because it's very secretive in how they how they do things in game and adjustments. Um, and I think Tennessee's kind of you know they hit a home run there with Josh Heupel, but secondly. Uh, that offense is set up to be very successful, and that defense should get better this upcoming season. So can Tennessee, I guess long story short, can Tennessee maybe be that, that program in the SEC more so than Alabama or even Texas A&M or LSU that is the one that unseats Georgia this year and keeps them from winning another SEC title and winning a third straight national championship to be the first to do so? Um, and then also... Can on, Brandon, before you go to anything else... You- well, no, no. I just I want to follow up on that. You, you, I don't know that I've heard anybody describe that as veer and shoot. And, and then you said the secretive nature. So, so who are the coaches that are in that group? I mean, Josh Heupel. Obviously, we're talking about at Tennessee. Is it is, is that Josh Heupel, Scott Frost, and who 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 am I think not thinking about that I should be? It's it's the Art Brile system. Uh, you know, there's only okay. a very small group of guys that have really been able to crack that code and get into it. A lot of these guys, they don't even do, like, coaching conventions. And when they do, those rooms are loaded up with Packed. coaches. In fact, about a year ago, I remember uh, Tennessee had a uh, room set aside at the AFCA convention, and there must have been, like, 500 coaches in a room that held 300. 
It was literally shoulder to shoulder. And you're listening to it, and you're seeing him break stuff down, but he's also not telling you what was going on in the motion, what was the thing that the quarterback saw, where are they teaching the receivers before the snap, where are they actually reading. They don't go into the details there and those in-game type of adjustments that they depend on the players to make, but also that the coaches are making from the sidelines. And it's a little bit different uh, across the sport. You go talk to any coaches out there that try to replicate it, they'll tell you the reason why that system is not catching on in the NFL or it's not catching on all that much across college football is because you can replicate it, but you're not going to get exactly what they've got at Tennessee or, for that matter, previously at Baylor with Art Bryles, or even at Arkansas previously with Kendo Bryles, as he brings that now to TCU. There's only a handful, and that's by design, because Art Bryles told his guys when they were doing developing that system back in the late 90s and early 2000s, this is our thing. This is our baby. We're going to be the caretakers of it. We're not going to go spread this out everywhere and plant seeds everywhere. This is our baby. This is how we're going to be successful at a place like Baylor. That's a really interesting story. Last thing, and we're 30 seconds left. Does Jeff Levy fall into that category, now the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma that was okay? Yes, very much so, and uh, I think that's one where at OU is going to be working out very well once they get the type of talent they need to utilize it and and be successful there. But I I think OU is a system, uh, not a system away, but they're a couple recruiting classes away from getting back in that top five conversation for that matter, right in time when they join the SEC. Just, just as they come to the SEC. Brandon, great stuff today. Thanks for your time. We'll catch you up soon. All right. See you guys. Brandon Marcello joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We're back at Divinity after this. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Conversation with Brandon Marcello from Twenty Four Seven Sports, and I, I kind of, you know, I asked him a question, and he started to answer it, and then I interrupted the answer because I was so intrigued with the yeah. first answer. We ran out of time, but the the conversation about the veer and shoot, yeah, very interesting. What Josh Heupel and company are doing at Tennessee? I texted him during the break, and I was like, "Have you written about this?" And he said, "It's everybody is so secretive. It's tough to to get people really? on the record." He said, "But." If you want to check it out, uh, Bud Elliott from CBS Sports yep. talked about it today. Did about 18 minutes on it, so I'm going to definitely check that out on the way home and listen because I was I was, I mean you you talk about you in my wheelhouse now, right? We're talking yeah. college football, and now we're getting into the, the specifics of the offense and the coaching. I can't I can't mess mess that up. So yeah, I'll be definitely that, that'll be part of my ride home. Come on by if you're in the area. Stop by and see us at Divinity in Madison on Highway 51. You can get an autograph from Bulldog Bob. He just walked in. Just walked in the door. Always great to... Oh, oh. Uh, Automatically the, the, the nicest guy in here. Is he? Hey, I love Bob. He is a nice guy, isn't he? He's great. He? I really thought about it, but yeah, Bob... Yeah. Who's a nicer guy, Bob or Gary? Ooh, I like Gary. Gary. Yeah. Gary's my friend. Yeah. Both of both them are, are close. They're, they're, they're close in the nice rankings. Yeah. Shorter conversations with Bob. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Less detailed also. <laughs> Gary's big on the details. 
cover a lot of ground. We got Hey Dad giggling. That's always a good thing. Hey, did you realize that the um, Mountain West Conference? <laughs> Yeah, we talked this earlier. Football media days, July 19th and 20th at Circus Sports in Las Vegas. That's where they've got the stadium swim yeah. club, the great big video board yeah. with all the chairs and tables and the pools. Greg Sankey, if you're listening, let's go. Let's I make mean, it happen. Everybody likes Nashville, but Nashville in the summer's hot. I'm just saying, well, Vegas in the summer's hot. Yeah, but you know what? They got a pool. A pool right there, yeah. Can we think about how many sports writers we would like to not see? In the pool? I can think of one right off the top of my head. Oh, right you're, you're super comfortable in Vegas in a pool, though. Oh, I would be super comfortable. I mean, full of banana I, hammock, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've told that story on the air. Uh, you have. More uh, than once, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I never don't laugh. It's a good story. Um, yeah, we need to get out there. I mean, the, the SEC is the is America's conference, so you know we need to make our presence known in Vegas. I know we've kicked this around a little bit before. SEC Media Days, Birmingham, sure, Atlanta, okay. Nashville now, yep. Okay. More stuff's going to Nashville than ever before. But we know where it's going next year, Dallas. Probably yep. going to be Dallas. I don't think that's official, 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 but I think it's probably going to be Dallas next yeah. year. And then it's... Well, but, but to your point, hey, Dad, yeah. I mean, my guess is that this thing ends up in Nashville on a pretty... Probably. Pretty regular basis. Would they ever do it in New Orleans? That's what they should do it. The level of misery to me that goes along with New Orleans in July. It's not great. Is, but, um, we're in, but we're inside for most of it. The overwhelm, like all of it. Yeah. Every every bit. Well, we got to go somewhere. we got to eat at some point. Yeah. Hey, hop in an Uber. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know uh, where it's supposed to be in 25, right? Oh, what I read. 25. Yeah, St. Louis. What? Why? We're finally going to get those TV markets. Oh, man, yeah. You know, the, the, the people of St. Louis are going to be Although, jacked I'll, I'll, I'll up. I'll be totally that. honest with you. After traveling to St. Louis this past I would love to go back. It's great. Yeah. Okay. What would well, Ring Hat guy be there? Well, would he make the trip? No, no, he would not. I don't think so. He only man. travels to the uh, lobby of the Winfrey. Here, here was the question, though, I was going with. You, you said the SEC's national conference. Absolutely. Oh, are we going national? Well, going that's York, what I'm saying. Chicago? That's what I'm getting at. Should the SEC spread its wings and say, we'll go anywhere we flip and please? If we were going and, to, and they go, they, they do a, a year in New York, they do a year in Chicago, they do a year in Southern California. How sad would you be if the Yankees weren't at home that week? Well, they're never going to be at home. It's all-star break. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Here's why they shouldn't. Because the, the smaller media that makes that event what it is wouldn't go. So instead of a hundred radio shows, you'd have far fewer, which would be great for us. It, it, it would, it would but for us, yeah. I, the, the amount of uh, the writers lot, and lot so, less it would down Alabama in there. But that's kind of part of what makes yeah. SEC. It, you know? it is, but let's not for a second pretend like the S. I mean, if you don't look at media days and realize that it has changed from an event yeah. that is for media. I mean, the, the, it's for fan consumption. That's what it's for. Somebody suggests London. Well, if the Heck NFL yeah. can do it, let's do it. Let's cross the pond. I don't know that international is the play. Let's cross the you pond. You know what they should really do? Like the meetings that are coming up soon in Destin. Yeah. Just do it in Destin. Pensacola Beach. Premier League's not happening in July, though. So hey, go, go somewhere nice, man. I mean, well, what's the conference that does the, uh, the, the clam bake? That's the ACC, isn't it? Uh, the AAC. Yeah. yeah. The American. Let's, let's, let's do something on the let's beach. Let's go to Tampa. Rhode Island. Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. Tampa. No. You, 
Tampa, and you, you know what? Why? You know what Tampa is famous for. That's why Hayden wants to go. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I think I know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. I think that's like a Mons Venus reference. Can you write it's a can, Mons Venus reference? Yes. Can you write that off? Is that a business expense of T and E? T and E. No, I, I don't think you can. What's E and J Entertainment? Uh, I think you absolutely cannot write that off, and I think you find yourself in um, trouble at the local level and possibly trouble card? at the federal level as well if you try to write those expenses off. <laughs> Um, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. We uh, would love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. No, seriously, legitimate question. But It's a good question. Did, would it make sense to spread your wings as a conference and say, we're going to New York this year? We're going to do a year in Chicago. It would be fantastic. Chicago would be interesting because now you're really in the Big Ten. Space. Yeah, that's why I said Chicago. Yeah, New York is not, you know, I mean, as much as they like to try to claim with the Rutgers, it's, New York is not a it's not a college football city. No, but, but it is the biggest media Chicago, market in the United yeah, States. You're, you're, Chicago, you're really pushing it into the Big Ten's face. How would it be received by New York media? Oh, they would. They would think it's like a sideshow. They they wouldn't care. Yeah, wouldn't cover it. The at least I don't think they. It's cover not it like any of us would get to. a call from Mike Francesca to be on with him to talk Mississippi yeah. State and Ole Miss because you know the SEC media days is going on. They'd be like, "What is this? What is this thing happening here? What are these yokels coming up here for?" This says media days in Miami for the SEC. Ooh, a little South Beach. Shout out. We we definitely going to Prime One Twelve if that happens. But. <laughs> You, you just thought the tap at Rathbuns was high. Good <laughs> Lord. Dan says Gatlinburg. That's more fitting for the league than New York. I'm in. Dollywood. Yeah. Media days at Dollywood. Back to Dolly Parton. Hey, you it, know, it all comes back to Dollywood, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Could you imagine how fun it would be to get? I mean, it would be great if it was us, but yeah. like Peter Burns on a roll, on like the roller, co uh, roller coaster yes. at Dollywood with a player he would and, and interview while you're riding he the roller that. coaster. That's great content. That's great content. Yeah. Feels like Disney World's a little more likely, being that ESP uh, Disney ESPN World is owned by Disney. Like, boy, the company wouldn't like that though. Super Talk wouldn't like that because all of our families are going to have to go. They're not going to let us go to Disney by ourselves. Yeah. Could you imagine asking that poor producer for the SEC Network going up to Lane Kiffin and saying, "Hey, Coach, Paul, we're, we're going to do Splash Mountain." Yeah. And you're going to sit next to Peter Burns. Splash Mountain didn't exist anymore. Our, oh yeah, Sorry, what, yeah, it, that got canceled like yeah. everything else. But. Asking Lane Kiffin to sit on a roller coaster and do an interview, I need that in my life. I need to see his reaction to that. It was rebranded as what? It's uh, from Princess and the Frog. It's Tiana's ride. Yeah. I love Princess and the Frog. I can't say anything. Oh, so, yeah. Such no, is life. I, but. Great. Tiana's. I, and I've heard it was really, Tiana's really well fan. done. Yeah? Yeah. If you, if you go up to her and you're like, talk about the Saints, she'll talk with you. You know what I realized last night, by the way? So So the, the Pelicans lost because they're a disaster. Who lost? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I stayed up for that one. Somebody, somebody made fun of the Lakers like in, in February. Who was that guy? That was me. What happened uh, there? Zion got hurt, and then he decided not to play. Um, Had he been playing? No. I just assumed he was still out. Yeah. Somebody, no, he's he's out, so, and, and he's was, been get get this. Somebody so, was talking about Anthony Davis being soft. Hey, well, I'm always a little bit. There, I was scared to there, play. There, there might be something there. I mean, he he's been fully cleared to play and said he won't until he feels like Zion again. So so he's medically cleared to play, but won't because sometimes he feels hesitation. And it's like, dude, last night C.J. McCollum played with a torn labrum and a thumb that has needed surgery for months. And you can't give him yourself at 
75%? Like, weird look. And, and he's getting roasted today, and he should, because that doesn't make any sense That's at all. That's all right. He's going to look good in orange and blue Knicks gear. Here. He just signed an extension. He's under contract yeah. for five years. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean anything. But point is, I realized last night as I climbed in bed in disappointment that my sports happiness now is in the hands of Derek Carr. And you guys are acting like, oh, we're excited about Derek Carr. I I am. I'm very optimistic about Derek Carr. But also, my sports happiness is now in the hands of Derek Carr. It was in the hands of Jameis Winston last year. True. So it's better. But still, it's like I I climbed in bed depressed because injuries derailed what was a great season. And I thought, well, the Saints are coming up. The draft is coming up. And Derek Carr is my quarterback. Lakers and six. Sports Talk Mississippi. Derek Carr. The Grizz? Ooh. Come on. Sports Talk Mississippi from Divinity and Madison. Pearl River Resort Studios. Check them out online at pearlriverresort.com. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. No. No. All right. Sports Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Divinity Equipment in Madison. It is raining outside, but that doesn't mean the deals are going away Deals on the Kubota L2501 tractor, the BX and LX series, the 3300 and 3900 series tractors. And uh, not only can you get money off today, I'm waiting. Without a Ralph Dixmark! But also an event coupon for $250 additionally off. And that coupon does not expire until July 31st. So even if you're not ready to buy today, you can sign up for the coupon today, get it at the event, and then use that when you buy the tractor. Great deal. Uh, great interest rates on uh, some package deals that are available as well through Kubota Credit. We'll talk more with Jonathan McMillan about that coming up in just a bit. Alongside Michael Borky, who is in mourning, and Brian Haydad, who is giddy. I'm Richard Cross, and uh, we welcome Hunter Dawkins on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Hunter writes the Gazebo Gazette. You can read his work online at supertalk.fm. Morning. Not like good morning, Hunter. Like morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. For Pels fans today as the season comes to an end. Richard, that's correct. Um, you know, last night... I know you guys were talking about deals. There's no deal happening with the, the Pelicans. Uh, it's uh, it's the end of the show. Uh, whether you can blame this person or that person, at least Coach Willie Green took it to the next level saying, you know, we didn't have players around, so you can't make things, you can't make wins happen if you don't have players around. Yeah, I guess so. And I mean, the, the thing that everybody's talking about today is why Zion didn't play. So, what, why do we think Zion didn't play? Well, th- there's a lot of excitement. You know, uh, there's this, he hasn't really had, from, from my suggestion, he hasn't really had a mentor like he had at Duke, like a Krzyzewski, a somebody that could really step up and, and talk with him and tell him, hey, you need to, you don't need to play 
30 games a year. You need to play 60 games a year. I mean, it, there has to be some consistency all the way across the board. And not just him. There, there are some other – I mean, he is the primary factor. But there were some other guys nickel and dimed here and there, set out games. And it's my stressfulness uh, thought, Richard, is that, you know, the, the NBA needs to set a lockdown on this because you don't need to be selected to all-star games or MVP candidates or this, that, or the other if you don't play at least 65 games. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I don't know what the the threshold number is, but the load management thing is completely out of control. And you've got you know the the tanking stuff. I mean, the Mavericks just absolutely blatant about it with Luca at the end of the year. The NBA's got some issues, but this is also the most exciting time of the year for the NBA. And frustrating because the Pelicans are now at home. This would be a look ahead question, Hunter. When you think about a year from now, are we having the same conversation? Are the, are the Pels just on the outside looking in? Are they in the play-in tournament, but they can't actually get to the full field? And if the answer is yes, they're in the same spot, why? And if they're not in the same spot this time next year, why? Well, Richard, I'll tell you this. The thing that I think that's, that makes a difference, and you and I both know it, is having that platform coming out starting the season, the late December, we're in the Western Conference. We're in the first place in the conference. And what happened? It just all fall, fell apart. Ingram got hurt. Zion got hurt. This, that, and the other. Uh, some guys just nickel and diamond here and there. We need to have consistency. I say we. I mean, them, the team, needs to have some consistency all the way across the board. If they can have a single roster, if they can have – a roster of C.J. McCollum, of Brandon Ingram, and Zion, who have only played in three years that group together. Now, of course, C.J. doesn't have that length of time, but and Brandon and Zion have only played about ten games together within three years in that ballpark figure. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's there has to be some consistency there to make it happen. If it's there, it can happen. We've seen it. All across the board, we you know the the conference is up to the taking. There's no real dominant figure in the Western Conference. There are some teams that are here and there everywhere else. You know the Phoenix got Kevin Durant. They're looking pretty good. The Lakers have been picking up a little bit with LeBron and AD, but they're not exactly where they used to be. It's a wide open conference if you've got dominant factors like Zion and Brandon Ingram. I want to go back one more time to the Zion thing, though. I just thought it was a terrible look last night. He's sitting on the end of the bench. And, and, and here's the reason that I think it's it's such a bad look, Hunter. You tell me if I'm off on this. No, 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 Rich, Wait, no, not. What, no, I, no, I took a but, picture but, of him. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, when he's right, he's got the light up the room smile, the infectious personality. The, the, it's like there's a, a gravitational force that pulls people to him and, and wants to like them. And then that that I saw last night is the complete opposite of that. That, that like repels people from him. Absolutely, 100% on that. And I took a picture of him just with his, you know, the frown on his face. And I said, you know, this. There needs to be a mentor. He needs to have somebody 
that, you know, whether it be a player, whether it be a coach, somebody has to get to him in his, maybe in his inner circle. Somebody needs to speak to him and say, this is not acceptable. You playing 15, 20 games is just not acceptable. It doesn't matter depression, anxiety, mental health. Everybody has to go through portions of that in the NBA or in professional sports if you're going to make it work. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting thing to watch going forward. Hunter, uh, appreciate your time. I guess we will turn the page to the uh, draft, which is coming up soon. Uh, the next that's time right. we visit, always good to uh, catch up. We'll talk to you soon. Richard, take care of yourself, my friend. Hunter Dawkins on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Gazebo Gazette covering things happening on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and of course the Pelicans and the uh, and the Saints. Uh, Hunter, you can read his work online at supertalk.fm. Do you want to continue giggling? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just... no, but the, the bad look thing, you're exactly right. Uh, because, it, you know, doing a workout and playing in a game are different things. But but before the game yesterday, he's doing windmill dunks in, the, in these, uh, like, controlled workouts that he's doing. And it, I understand... Trust me, I understand mental health and how debilitating that can be. I live it every day. Um, but you're a $200 million basketball player. You're a $200 million basketball player. That's what the team's giving you. And you have a do-or-die game where you are cleared to play, and your reason for not playing is, I'm not going to play until I feel like 100 like. I feel like Zion again was was the phrase he used. I thought this is an 82 game season. Yeah, your your leader, your point guard has a torn labrum and a broken thumb, and he's playing. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's tired. If and he he talks about how he values his game after Jordan and talks about Kobe Bryant and he wants to be on that level. Those are two of, two of the hardest workers in the history of the game. Would Kobe Bryant have ever missed a do or die game? Kobe Bryant ever. Right. Two free throws in a do-or-die game on a torn Achilles. He tore his Achilles, went back to the free throw line, made both free throws, and then came off. That's almost as impressive as playing baseball on a torn ACL. Yeah, I mean, when a doctor would have told those almost. two guys, almost. and the thing is, I was talking to somebody about this last night. Forget Kobe and MJ because two of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. Would Giannis have missed last night? No. no. Would LeBron have missed last night? No, Chris Paul wouldn't have missed last Chris night. Chris Paul wouldn't have missed last night. No. Kyrie would have. Yeah, well, well, he might have gotten caught up in a you know. But but he he's not hole going to the you know flat Earth society. He's not a recent champion. It, it just so so you talk about That's not true. We won what eighteen to nineteen with the Cavs. Oh yeah, true. He's got issues though. He does but, have issues. So when you talk about this is you. Like I, I'm I'm as good as well, those guys. Well, let's let, let's use a, a current example though, right? I mean. For all the shots that we take at LeBron, mm-hmm. and I think many of them are warranted, his playing down the stretch mm-hmm. was going to be dependent on where the Lakers were in the standings. Yeah, and then the Lakers were in; they were in the mix. Yeah, and he showed up every night. And yeah. he's not one hundred percent. He's no, not. He's not he, had a, he had a bad ankle injury a few weeks ago, yeah. and I mean he's playing through he, it. He will have surgery when the season's mm-hmm. over. Like yeah. the last game the Lakers play, the next day LeBron will be on the table. So again, he's he's a young guy, and and people that cover the team and around the team are talking about, oh, well, you, you know, mental health. You, and yes, it's important, but you are a professional basketball player, and your team was in a do or die game, and you didn't play. 
Jeff says, It's ridiculous. I don't have a favorite NBA team or anything, but I did like Zion until late last night. And then he says, Does Williamson just really want to be traded? He just signed an extension out to five years. Just signed. Well, then don't sign the extension and ask for a trade. Well, it's absurd. But I mean, that's the fan in you speaking. Uh, He signed an extension. I understand. I understand. Big money. $200 million. Big money. Sports Talk Mississippi with you from Divinity Equipment in Madison, just off of Highway 51. A little over an hour left with you. We'll talk with Jonathan McMillan when we come back. Pearl River Resort Studios, Sports Talk Mississippi, on the road. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. The rain has stopped. It has not, but that is not dampening the mood at Divinity Equipment on Highway 51 in Madison. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you. would love to hear from you on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Um, Jonathan McMillan joins us uh, once again. And uh, got lots going on around here. All kinds of deals, all kinds of specials. You had to remind me earlier. I, I thought I was being... That's my brother just walked in. Say, hey, What's up, brother? What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, I, I thought I was going to paint you into a corner earlier. We were, we were standing over there looking at chainsaws. I was like, which would you buy? Would you buy a Red Max or a Husky? And you're like, the same saw. And I'd forgotten <laughs> that Husqvarna had bought out Red Max a few years ago. Um, great chainsaws. The, the handheld stuff from Red Max is, for, in, in my opinion, you, you sell it. I understand. You didn't ask me to say this. I don't think there's a better weed eater on planet Earth than a Red Max. Weed and, and and we've sold it. I mean, I, 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 we've sold it for over 20 years now, I guess. Yeah. And when they first came out, it was a division of Komatsu, which is a Japanese-made, you know, Japanese company. And obviously, Kubota is Japanese-made, so they know what they're doing. So they had, they had pretty much figured out the engine technology, which is their Stratocharge engines. Um, for the most part, it met all the EPA regulations, so you had a lot of engines at the time that you couldn't sell in California and, and, and other places where the where the restrictions were were pretty tight. So Red Max was the first company to figure that out. Huh. Uh, so instead of uh, basically competing against them, Husqvarna just said, "Heck, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy them," and and then they did. So they they kind of. Uh, merge the two together, so uh, a lot of some of the products are the same, but you still have definitely two distinct lines. Um, but by far, I would I would put my Red Max stuff uh, far as a from a commercial or professional standpoint against anybody's out there. It's great stuff. So Toro lawnmowers, you've got those in stock, and there are people that uh, are perhaps familiar with Xmark, Xmark and Toro. Uh, again, consolidation. Toro same, is same Toro's company. The parent company of Xmark. You know, so and a lot of a lot of those a lot of those product, products merge. And really, really the same units. Yeah, so, so I'm really curious about you, you. If you buy a commercial grade Toro lawnmower, then you guys will throw in a free battery trimmer or blower. I told Hey Dad I was going to ask you about this earlier. Yep. Yeah, so uh, the battery stuff, it, it's gotten really, it's gotten, it's way better. I mean, we we jumped on the battery. Um, handheld with Husqvarna it's it's probably been 10 10 plus years ago you know they came out and said hey and it was fine but you still had to buy the battery with it and it took longer to charge and they just had some 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 cogs in the wheel if you growing pains 
but you know the companies everything is kind of going toward battery electric powered and and really the stuff over there it is it is top notch we actually had a uh the Toro guys came in two weeks ago in Ridgeland. We went down and had a um, uh, demo on some of the more ride. You know, I mean, they have zero turns that are battery now. They have walk-behind units that are yeah. full battery-powered uh, units, and the, the, they, they've got it dialed in. So I would I would feel comfortable selling anybody you know that over there um, and not bringing it back having any issues. Well, so, and, yeah. and it probably doesn't work if you're running a commercial landscape business, but if you're a homeowner with a reasonably sized yard you're, you're going to be really pleased with the performance well, right you, well i mean you say commercial i mean it, okay. that's probably coming i mean if you went out to that thing that was strictly commercial products i really? mean they have they have backpacks that look like you know if you've seen the movie tron it looks like tron out there it's incredible weed eating and blowing so it's pretty amazing the the you know the technology and what's come down the pipeline really pretty fast a little in, quieter in five, too, six huh? years. oh absolutely but um, no, if you if you're a homeowner with a with a smaller yard, I mean that's exactly what you need. You just you get through plugging it in. I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna weed eat or blow any more than, than than an hour. I mean heck man, plug that thing in when you get done and use it the next time. You're so, ready I to mean, go. Yeah. Uh, generators. This isn't necessarily the time of year where people are thinking about buying generators, but they can buy one for you for twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. You will certainly be glad you have it when you need it. it. Well, I mean you say that, but I mean coming up, you got you got the, the summers coming up, and people are. I mean I know you oh, you and me with kids. Kids. And yeah, we're going whether you're taking it to the ballpark or you're going to the lake, you need to run a weekend, fan. And you got that quiet, quiet, this one right here, a little quiet little generator. I mean, heck, man, you put your fan in there and go to town. So Good to go. That's it. Good to go. And, uh, of course, it is Kubota event day. Yep. And uh, lots of tractors, lots of great packages, lots of great deals. To me, the thing that stands out most about Kubota, you tell me if I'm wrong here, it's just the reliability. You, you just you can't hurt them. I mean, there's a reason they're the number one selling diesel engine in the world. Uh, they make really good products uh, from a research and development standpoint. I think they're 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 top of the line. Uh, you about to put them up against any any competitor out there. Um, you know, they're not only a, a a tractor dealership; they're a manufacturing company. So everything on the tractors they make, you know, Kubota makes it from the engine to the transmission to the pumps. It's all made by Kubota. You know, so Davini here in Madison, right here. Davini also in. Jackson. And Jackson. Spring Ridge Road, off Spring Ridge Road toward Clinton. Yep, and that Clinton. tomorrow is where this event carries yeah, on, right? We're gonna, yeah. We, so we two days. We did today in Madison, tomorrow in Jackson. Like I said, we still have time today. If anybody's uh, getting off work right now, come by. Uh, register for to win a cooler, and then that also gets you signed up for an event coupon, which is an extra $250 off select products. Okay. And that is good. From to the to the end of July, so 7:31, I think, uh, yeah. is when that coupon's good for. So, Fantastic! Yeah. It is an Apex cooler, got the Kubota logo on it, and that is a heavy-duty cooler. You would love to have that one. Throw in the back of the truck, and you're ready to go. That's it. We'll talk to you in a little while, All my right, man. man. Appreciate it. Yep. Jonathan McMillan, we are at Davini in Madison. Quick timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi, five o'clock hour. That means the college football fix when we come back. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
more with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thank you for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Thursday afternoon, weekend just around the corner. And uh, it's going to be a big weekend, especially in Starkville, for Super Bulldog Weekend. Ole Miss in town to take on Mississippi State in baseball series. Uh, the stakes are different than they have been at times in the past. A lot of times there have been high stakes. The stakes are, are high, but for different reasons. Yes. You can have high stakes with bad teams. Yeah. You, and that's what we have, especially, for, sure. for sure. Especially at this point of the, uh, of the season. Um, we are coming to you from Divinity, Divinity Equipment in Madison, Highway 51 in Madison. If you come down Sowell Road, I guess that would be on Sowell Road, you would be headed east, and uh, then you turn south, take a right onto Highway 51, and you got Divinity right here on your right. They're open late today. Got folks hanging around, hanging out, got uh, some food options. We've also got uh, all kinds of sale options on light tractors, heavier tractors, lawn mowers, power t- equipment. I shouldn't say power tools. Handheld power equipment, tillers, and a whole lot more. It's all available for you at Divinity in Madison. Good to be with you this afternoon. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi always in the Pearl River Resort studios, regardless of where we are. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com to book your tee time or plan your trip. Let's jump into the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Whether you're looking for an SUV or a truck, they've got you covered at Ford. On the SUV side of things, the big one, the Expedition, you got the long-proven Ford Explorer and the crossover, the Ford Edge, and then, of course, the F-150. 46 straight years. F-Series best-selling trucks in America. you got Ford Super Duty, newly redesigned. They are fantastic. And, of course, if you're looking for a pickup, it's the Ranger or the Maverick. All at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. I love when Michael Borky writes a headline like this. For the college football fix, he writes, CFB fix, colon. Brian Kelly is full of crap. Tell me more, Michael Borky. So remember when Brian Kelly in his introductory whatever you want to call it at LSU when he was on the basketball court with a microphone and turned into Foghorn Leghorn? Remember that? Who yeah. could forget that? Yeah. Me and my family. Yeah. I hadn't even won the first football game yet. The, the guy from, you know, Boston. Um, that guy. That guy. Anyway, so two years later, over two years later, he showed up on a popular podcast, which I don't understand why it's popular. I think there are a couple airheads. But either way, Bussin' with the Boys, it's a Barstool production, Taylor Lewan and Will Compton. And he said he did not fake a Southern accent. Here's a quote. No, who would? That's the stupidest thing to try to do. Listen, when you have a Boston accent, I mean, you're in the Midwest and you go down South, you're going to be all messed up anyway. I think I have a bit of a strange accent anyway, so add another one. I think it's crazy. You listen to people and you start hearing family and it's almost like that's natural. That's how you say it. I'm just trying to be like everybody else. Then throw your Boston accent in there too. And heck, I couldn't tell you what was coming out of my mouth. Two days prior to him uh, with the microphone on a basketball court, he was on a podcast where he said the word family, totally fine. By the way, just for the record. Well, you know, first off, Lane Kiffin would be like, why are we talking about family? Like, it's not family. That's a business. That's a good point. It's a good point. He made that business, abundantly Brian. clear, didn't he? Yes. But that said, 
you know, I don't always agree with Michael Borky. We have our differences. But in this case, he is correct. Brian Kelly is full of crap. Yes. All you have to say it's like, is, I, I got caught I up got in the moment. I got caught up in the yeah. moment. I wanted to fit in. Yeah. Uh, I love the Tigers. I love the LSU family. And, and, and you're good. And you're good. And everybody would buy it. Everybody's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. I don't really care that much. But when you say things like that, it just makes me want you to shut the heck up. And and the football coach did he also protest too much? Did did he also say that he didn't actually stand on a turntable and grind Walker Howard? It, I don't know if they asked him about that. I don't think they did. Like the turntable is a pyro. Yeah, with, with the it phone, it's it's a stage where it's got an arm and the camera goes around you. Yeah. So you're not spinning. The, oh, the thing recording how, you. How is the spinning. turntables have turned. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, so you're, you're just standing there. Walker the camera is moving. They were, they were the, he was just behind he was him still the grind, whole time. He was, still, he was still grinding on him. Though. Yes. I mean, that didn't change. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's the phone going around the. But yeah, they weren't. They weren't you know, spinning. I'm doing, I'm doing TV for the, the Ole Miss spring game this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Who's, who's your color commentator? Uh, Chris Doring. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, Make sure he's on with us next week. Go ahead and set that invitation. Okay. We'll do it. Shouldn't be a problem. All right. Um, I don't think Walker Howard will be one of the players that we visit with tomorrow. Seems unlikely. But next time I see him, I might be like, hey, I know this is... How weird was that? Just off the record. Off the record. How weird was that? Yeah. It was weird. Now, if he says anything other than it was weird, Walker Howard is full of crap. Hey, I wanted you to throw this scenario out that you threw to me a second ago. Sure. I mean, I mean, you, uh, the the Georgia Bulldogs have been dominant the uh, last couple of years. They've won the last two national championships. Now, prior to two years ago, it had been 40 years, 41 years since they had won a national championship. Borky can correct my math on that if I'm off. I think that's right. It had been 41 years. Uh, and now they've won back-to-back, so they don't have a four-decade gap anymore. No. They have built an unbelievably talented roster that is too deep, like like four or five star too deep at every position. A dynasty that could last a thousand years, or not. Yeah, um, but good enough to to be in the conversation for another title this year. Very much a three peat candidate. You know, depending on how quarterback play is, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And so someone had opined. Bud Elliott from CBS Sports, we talked about earlier. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, take it from here. Here's the here's the quote from this tweet. Would Georgia beat an all-star team of Vanderbilt, South Carolina, the Mississippi schools, Missouri, and Arkansas? If not, which teams do you have to cut to say yes? If yes, who else can you add and still say yes? Where's the tipping point? Forgive me if I think that's a remarkably stupid proposition. Well, forgive me if it's... I'm, I'm sorry. I know you have a character limit on Twitter. It's Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It, it, nobody else is the... Well, no, Arkansas would have a few players. K.J. Jefferson is going to be this team's quarterback, I think. No, 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 okay. no, no. It's not the Mississippi schools. Okay. They have names. Oh. Just like Arkansas okay. and LSU and Tennessee. Uh, okay. They don't say the Tennessee schools when they're talking about Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Okay. You don't say the Kentucky schools or the so Commonwealth angry. schools you're when you're this. talking about Kentucky and Louisville. Right. Call the schools by their names, you they're, lazy piece of... I mean, they, not but, you. But Elliot didn't do anything to you. It's, it, don't be that, that harsh on the man. He does have a tweet. He, he does have a limit of, of characters. He could have just said, "Cut him somewhere else." Like with all well, that, that wordy said, crap at the end. No, never mind that. You take out the Mississippi schools. I bet if you put MSU and UM, it's the same. 
It's less. It's less, yeah. But anyway, so Missouri and Vanderbilt. Yeah. South Carolina and Arkansas. South Carolina, Arkansas. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Can you build a team out of those six that could beat Georgia? Yes. I mean, Ole Miss and Mississippi State combined would line up and play with Georgia. What are we talking about here? I mean, yes, there's a gap between Georgia and each of them individually, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, come on. Come on. Off of – but before being dismissive, let's let's walk our way through this. Off of those six rosters – can you put together a two-deep that is better than Georgia's two-deep? That would beat Georgia? Yes. Maybe, I, I are, think it's closer are, are than you, you would be better are at. Are you 100% you would... sure that yes. you can pull the four- and five-star players off of those six teams and have more four- and five-star players than you've got on Georgia? Yes. I don't know about that one. Because you've got at least 20 at Georgia. I mean, from a four and five. So, so this like this 40, Georgia 40 team, this, this Georgia team that should have lost. I know should have, could have, would have, but they should have lost to Missouri. They beat Missouri, Missouri oh, on their own. Have lost that game. They oh, played oh, with but, their food for four quarters uh, but, and then got they, serious. Okay, and then, won. then oh, then what's the point of the games? What's the point of the games? I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, I think that's a, you know, a, you can take a, they did win the game and B. They, I, I think you could they, take Ole Miss and Mississippi State and compete with Georgia. Just those two, just those two, and compete with Georgia and line up and play with and beat Georgia. You could. Would Georgia win we, too? Probably. We should put that team together. It's almost like if there was only one school in Mississippi, well, it'd be a good, good thing. Uh, glad that 150 years ago there was. Such a debate about where a law school needed to go and where a medical school yeah. needed to go and where a ag school needed to go. We, we should do a, this song right here. There's, there's Bo, there's Luke, and here's Uncle Jesse. You're Uncle Jesse? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to be Uncle Jesse. Where is, um... Nah, never mind. Yeah, it, Will is Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> Sports Talk Mississippi from Divinity Equipment in Madison. More coming up with you right after this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. The more I think about this, the more I'm right, by the way. Okay. I mean, remember remember when Georgia played Mississippi State last year? Yeah. You're telling me that that Mississippi State team, with their choice of Old Miss's best players, that, this is what we're talking about here. Well, I mean, Mississippi State the, gave Georgia fits for a half, the and then Georgia is, came. The problem is this for for that for that scenario is State's problem is obviously you know they would we I can get a couple offensive guys, but like I need more defensive guys, and Ole Miss doesn't really have those. They and, had a, they had a handful last had a year couple, that would have helped. I don't I just I don't think that State wins that game. Troy Brown certainly would have helped that helped. team. Would have helped. Cedric I mean, Johnson. Cedric Johnson would have helped. Johnson Deont- helps. DeAndre Prince would have helped. So, I mean, what what position does does the first guy? Troy Brown, Troy Brown. linebacker. So, I mean, is he over Watson or Johnson? But I, or at least he's just in the – I guess he's in the mix. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I yeah. mean, if, if you put him into the mix, a rotation where yeah. 
you like what you're getting from all three of them, but you can limit the snaps. You're, you're fresher, you're deeper. That's yeah. the thing with Georgia. Too, so yeah. Is there so many guys that they, they, they can The next say, guy is still a four-star, five-star and, and, then, and then you put Judkins on that team, and then, sorry, State fans, you put Jackson Dart on that team. Well, never mind. And then, <laughs> Who's coaching? Because if it's Leach, we might have Judkins not getting the ball. Uh, I don't know that putting Malik Heath on that team helps. <laughs> We've already tried that. Tried it. It didn't work. Seen that. At least not with that scheme. But, you, I mean, you give me Mingo, Tulu Griffin, and, and Ra-Ra Thomas, I'm feeling pretty good about that. With, with who calling plays? Lane. 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 I mean, because i got to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, I've got, if I've got Judkins, I have to run the football. With Judkins in and the Arnett's backfield? Your, and Arnett's running the defense. Yeah. And also, Zach Evans. Yeah, Evans. I mean, you'd have I mean, three and, running I mean, hell, backs. And Dylan Johnson and yeah. Marks were good running backs. I mean, they, they can give you something. I've got some guys there for sure. Hmm. Am I good enough on the offensive line? With the combination, that that may be where Georgia would have an advantage regardless. Yeah, either side. You know, maybe now, if I can get back a couple years, I can get Charles Cross back in the mix. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little better. but Yeah. Well, and, and, and then, then you think about the other pieces in there. I mean... Didn't South Carolina have a really good tight end? They did. Yeah. Okay. Underused. You, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mississippi State can't contribute a tight end to that conversation. No. Ole Miss last year, frankly, can't contribute a tight end to the conversation. And in reality, if we're doing this whole the whole thing, the backfield is probably K.J. Jefferson at quarterback with Rocket Sanders and Quinshawn Judkins. Now, now, now I've got something there. Yeah. I just kind of block for them. Surely you can pull ten offensive linemen off those six yeah. teams that you feel. Good I only need I need seven. I can get through the game with seven. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but the, the other three I'm are going, on the team. But I'm going too deep. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying though, like the starting five are going to play and, a lot. And, and and listen to to who you're factoring in here. I mean, this is a South Carolina team that beat up Tennessee yeah. and beat Clemson. Now I've got I've got you know, Juice Wells. I got Marshawn Lloyd. I got I mean I got yeah. weapons. But this is, we say all that Georgia has weapons. They have as many weapons as we're going to have. Even if you put together from all of it's, those rosters, all you have done is leveled the playing field with Georgia. You haven't. It's them. it's. I'm just saying it's closer you're not, than you you're, think. You don't it's have a roster that is now more talented than Georgia. Yeah. You have a roster Who, that who's is the equal team, who's to the Georgia. Team do we have to add to beat Georgia? I mean, I mean obviously one of the elite teams. We could be at LSU would be in really great shape. But I mean, if we add Kentucky. I, I was. It's funny you said that. I was actually going to say Kentucky because because I'm thinking we'll you, had Bray, you had Braylon Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get some defensive guys in there. I might let Stoops coach at this point. Yeah, I don't know that there was a lot off that Kentucky defense. That's a Kentucky team that should have beat Georgia too. Huh? Georgia beat them by a touchdown. Is Levis, so, is so how Levis many, over Jefferson? How many of these Georgia sure games not. are we just going to dismiss? No, he's not. Okay. But but how many of these Georgia games are we just going to dismiss? They played Missouri really close. Ah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they, they played Mississippi State. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, oh, they, they played State Kentucky close. They oh, were just, a, oh, hold on a second, though. Hold on. They're 29-1 and one in their last 30 games. We're talking they about... They got bored. They, they, they got bored. They stepped on the gas Did, when were they, they won against to. Ohio State. The same Ohio State that Ohio, got absolutely good. Ohio State, good. Ohio State has good. talent, though. They, but is Ohio State more talented than six SEC teams? That's what we're talking about. Six maybe? SEC teams. I mean, six. Maybe? No. I mean, they no have, shot. They have the number. Well, you they, they have a guy who's going to be a top five Going pick into last year, you said that Ohio State had a legitimate chance to be the national champion. And they did. Yeah, they did. But right. now you're arguing that there are six uh, SEC teams. Well, it's, it's, I, no, I get that. No, argument. I'm it's saying there are six SEC teams. Ohio State is not better than six combined SEC teams. 
Oh, no. Of course. But they, and they had a field goal to beat they Georgia. Have, they have, I don't think they were bored in the playoff. Like five, six first-rounders on offense and probably another three or four defense. Do, do, do I have that with the, this SEC team? Did, like you right now, the, did you watch the national championship game? I watched the well, they, semifinal uh, game where Ohio State had a kick I to win minus their three best players. six combined SEC teams would beat TCU. Yeah. State and Ole Miss combined would beat TCU. Hell, Ole Miss or State might just beat TCU. By the way, I think the the, the six beats Georgia. But I, I say I think they beat. Again, I go back to the thing. If you build an all-star roster out of two teams from the SEC – out of six teams from the SEC. I think what you have done is you have created a roster that is level with Georgia. It, it, it could win the game. And then you just got to play the game and see who wins it. But I'm, I'm just I, – I don't think – I don't think it's as you – know, Bud Elliott is, like, adamant that, like, no. No, they would not win. Georgia would still win the game. Well, maybe, Borky maybe is adamant that the SEC all-star team would win. Yes. I'm in the middle here, like – it could go either way. See, and, and I don't, I don't know the outcome of the game. All I know is that off of six teams or two teams or whatever the number is, I don't, I don't think it's two. I think it's at least three. But, but if you take those six, you can build a roster that is equal to Georgia's roster. Yeah, I mean, six teams. I don't think it's better necessarily than Georgia's I need, roster. I need the top twelve to thirteen guys off each roster. And yeah, then you can build a roster that is it's competitive with Georgia's roster. Yeah. But then you got to play the game. Yeah. And Georgia's proven to be pretty good in big moments in big games over the last two seasons. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, and uh, yeah, I'd watch. Pull it all together and call yeah. them Ole Miss, and it'd be great. I'm, I am for this idea. Yes. Well, you had me up until the end. Right up until the end. Ceasefire yeah. text line open to you at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. We are broadcasting today, talking some college football from Davini Equipment. No. This is correct. In Madison. This is correct. Highway 51. Well, not, not uh, if you combine the 2014 State and Ole Miss teams, they'd smoke Georgia. Yeah. What was that, the number one defense in the country? Yeah, and State has Dak and plenty of offensive weapons, and then I'm going to add some Ole Miss guys to that offense, and I'm going to add some State guys. I'm going to add Benardrick McKinney. Is Dak a quarterback? Over Bo Wallace? Yeah. Wasn't Moncrief on that team? No, but uh, no, he was twelve. Treadwell is. Right. Treadwell's on that. I've got. Team. I've got. Okay, I could probably do it in my head. I mean, I'm, I'm left tackle is Tunsil now blocking for Dak, so I'm not worried about anything over there. Uh, and I mean, your, your receivers are Treadwell, tight ends Evan Ingram, and I've got Darunia Wilson and Fred that, Ross. That, that, those two teams would beat Georgia by four touchdowns. They, they would win pretty big. Cody Core, who played in the NFL, was on that team. Yeah, uh, he's like the fifth receiver on that team. C.J. Moore, who's still in the NFL, yeah. was on that team. I mean, defensively, you got all the Ole Miss guys, and then, like I said, I'm going to add Benardrick McKinney and Chris Jones. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, <laughs> how's that defense? I feel line? pretty good about They're going to be salty, man. I feel pretty good about that group. All I'm, right, so if you took 2014 Mississippi State, 2015 Ole Miss, who's the quarterback? It's a lot closer. It might, it might be Chad. I mean, I hate to say that, but. Jack Kelly that year was fantastic. Dak was really, really good, too. I mean, it's a coin flip. When Chad finished that season, he had the third yeah. best statistical season in the history of SEC football. Or trailing two seasons by Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Yep. That was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Hey, country music superstar Morgan Wallen is coming to Oxford, and Super Talk is giving you one last chance to win tickets. You can register to win a, uh, the last pair of sweet seat tickets that we are giving away simply by going to the Super Talk Mississippi app. It's easy. If you don't have it, it's the Super Talk Live app in the App Store, wherever you get apps. Uh, what is that, App Store or Google Play? Uh, Super Talk Mississippi app. Open the app, click on Contest, fill out your info, and you're entered to win the very last pair of sweet seat tickets to see Morgan Wallen in concert in Oxford at Vault Hemingway Stadium on April 23rd. couple of things coming up in the next couple of days. Good things are Rebecca Turner tomorrow, live 2-3 to three at the Laurel Mercantile Yard. They will be talking about the hit TV show Hometown and Laurel Mercantile and Scotsman Company. And again, I have no idea if it's mercantile or mercantile. Do you know, Alex? Mercantile or mercantile? Mercantile. Nailed it. Got it. Well, I will pay homage to you. <laughs> Join the Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Saturday from 8 to 10 at Greenwood Marketplace in... Greenwood. Yeah, I figured. Well, I mean, I thought you be, might fill in the blank after that long... It'd be kind of weird if the Greenwood Marketplace was in, you know, Silver City. Come and welcome spring with the Garden Mama at Greenwood Marketplace for weekend gardening this Saturday morning from 8 until 10. Real quick, you can give me 2018 state defense, Ole Miss offense, I'm going to beat Georgia as well. Oh, yeah, number one defense in the country. Just got to add a couple of guys there. I'm going to put Kylan Hill over at Ole Miss and uh, Elton Jenkins. I don't think you're getting anybody from the Ole Miss defense in all that group, I will. No. Got people asking on the ceasefire text line if there's any way they could convince you to rig that contest for Morgan Wallen. Yeah, I think my wife is one of them trying to. Oh, me rig. there you go. <laughs> I love it. Sports Talk Mississippi. We will be back. Streaming at supertalk.fm. Live at Davini and Madison. The sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Just a little peek ahead to tomorrow afternoon. If everything works according to plan. I like it when a plan comes together. And when I say works according to plan, I mean if the two people that we're talking about say yes and have time. We will uh, we will visit tomorrow afternoon with Brad Henderson mm -hmm. from the Ole Miss Radio Network. Yes, and with Jay Powell mm -hmm. from the Mississippi State Radio Network. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Jay's coaching tomorrow has a game. If he we got we got so find so out. yeah, but I think if they are available, they both will say yes. Yes, and we uh, we will look forward to those conversations. We will preview in uh, in greater depth and detail. Um, that matchup. The Saturday game is on television. Mm -hmm. I think that, oh, I got good news. Brad Henderson's in for tomorrow. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you listening We're as well. There. All right. So, that'll, Thanks, that'll be great. That's my second baseman there, as we hey, always uh, like to say. Yeah, you drafted him, didn't I did. I you? did. You, you I did. did. Uh, hey, Jay Powell, if you're listening, let us know. Tomorrow, we'd, uh, we'd like to visit. Uh, we'll, we'll chat. Uh, we got Mike Monaco and... Todd Walker. Todd Walker. Those are your uh, that's your TV Perry. Fearsome LSU hitter. 
That dude could rake. Could rake. I mean, could rake. Yeah, you're, you're almost better off just walking him most days. Yeah, you know. When you watch the Mississippi State Ole Miss game yeah. on Saturday, you're going to hear Todd Walker talk a lot about himself and how he would have had. That's, yeah. that's kind of his broadcast yeah. style. But he brings some good insight to he it should, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who'd you? Oh, you mentioned Eddie Furnace the other day. And I was like, I got a cold chill down my back. I mean, speaking of being able to rake, the most terrifying hitter in SEC history, in my opinion. Do like, you? Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, really? I, I've never been more like when he came to bat. I just assumed it was going to go out of the park. I mean, he was I, what three years at LSU. I, I every time he came to bat, I was like, dang it. Mm. What he hit? Thirty-seven and mm-hmm. 90, which isn't the record. Ninety-eight-seven. 97 or 98? I think it's 97. 97? Yeah. Maybe not. Not the record. No, Brandon Larson has it. He had 40. Oh, that's right. That's he had right. 40. The, that is an unbreakable record, by the way. That'll never even be touched. I mean, I a think. A different time and day, but. Nobody's hitting 40 in college baseball ever again. There'll be teams that don't have 40. Can Jack Caglione hit 30 next year? I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. I mean, you play 56 games in the regular season. I mean, that's one every other game. I mean, think about 40 in a year. Yeah. So 50, but, but postseason stats count as well. They did. So, so I mean, probably another. So, so for those LSU but, teams, that was 56 regular season. That'd yeah. be five in the SEC tournament or four, yeah. or whatever. Four five, yeah. Say four in the SEC tournament. So you're no 60. super regionals back then. So maybe. Yeah, there were in '90. Ooh. First year of the super regional is like 2000. 99. 99 2000. or 2000, something like that. Okay, so. Because so state in '98, they were the World Series from the Texas, the College Station Regional. That's right. Four games in a regional. Yeah. So you're at 64, and then they, and then they won the national title. Four in Omaha. Four or five in Omaha. So 68. Yeah. It's still 40 in 68 games. Yeah. That's a home run every game in a half. But I didn't, I didn't fear Larson the way I feared Furnace. Just, I just never felt good. I, like, I would just like just hit him. Just, just put him on base. He hit one in Hoover. Wild Mouton. You know, yeah, that's a good one. You, you remember, you know, you've been to Hoover. You know that big speaker they uh-huh. got in center? He put one off it while I was there. You know who hit one over that? Who? Brian Petway. Really? SEC tournament game against Arkansas, and he hit who's one over most? the monster in, in center. I'm trying to think who's the most feared, like for Ole Miss as a state guy. Who would be the Steven guy? Steven Head. He, he's, he's on my list. I'm just trying to think if there's anybody that I would even put close. And it's Steven Head because of one swing. Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. Sykes Orvis? Orvis was another name that was floating in my head. I wonder if they ever repair, or repaired that tile on the roof down the right field in Baton Rouge <laughs> when he hit it off the roof. I was thinking, oh, I was thinking like Elko, but like against State, he didn't have, I mean, almost didn't have a lot of success. So. Yeah. It's got to be Stephen Head. It's, it's not Mangum for you, is it? Because, I mean, there's not the power there. Yeah, but he just. Yes, yeah, it's Mangum. It's Mangum. It's, it's just, yeah. The guy that you would like to not ever see again. Yeah. And for some reason, he always made plays in the field, too. It wasn't just he would yeah, get hit. He, he it's would, like he would way, have yeah. some gap robbing. His first, I think his first career home run was against Ole Miss. It was in Starkville. Naturally. Hey, by the way, speaking of gap robbing, you know the last two games that Ole Miss has lost? The, the final game against Arkansas and then the game against Memphis? Mm-hmm. Three of the best diving plays in the outfield I've seen this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arkansas took away... Two hits in the bottom of the ninth inning. I believe you're correct. Their left field, yeah, yeah. Left fielder took one away, Wagner, uh, Wagner and uh, the center fielder 
took one away also. And then Memphis's left fielder on like a nose diving line drive comes in on a like he's not even fast. It's like as fast as he can go and dives forward and robs a extra base hit to start the bottom of the ninth inning in that one either. Yeah, anyway, just we got a nomination for Joey Bell. Joey Albert Bell? Yeah, from oh man. That was a good one at LSU. Did you know that? Did you know he went to LSU? No. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Another Another in a long line of and Tiger then hitters. transferred to Arizona No, 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 no. He was there the whole time. He's Who am I thinking about that was in Arizona State? Uh, the transfer from LSU? No, no, no. no. Barry no, Bonds I, was at Arizona State. Oh, to be McDowell? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're th- are, you thinking, are you thinking of Torkelson from a few years ago? Nah, Spencer okay. Torkelson was yeah. good. He was good, though. Yeah. Hmm. You did mention that they're not going to be on site on Saturday. Oh, that no. is incredible. This game. I mean, I know these teams. Well, I mean, they're going to be like 16,000 people there. They just didn't have two extra seats for the announcers. The the only bigger crowd that will happen in college baseball this year is in Omaha. Yeah. It's in Omaha. And they're not going to be there. I mean, that's really I, – I, I mean, I feel, I feel bad. Like, the, the viewers lose on that deal. Look, man, LSU-Kentucky is on TV tonight. Yeah. Announcers are not on site. Yeah, I saw Tom Hart uh, tweet his setup. Yeah. You got uh, you got Dave and KP in Fayetteville for Tennessee Arkansas this weekend, which, by the way, that could be a little spicy. Could and be. It, you mentioned it after the the women's Final Four, as you brought this up, because they they did a massive number, huge number, because they've invested in women's basketball from a coverage perspective. That they, they, they ESPN. Yeah. Yes. And, and they really emphasize it and focus on it and make it a priority, and then numbers grew because of it. Mm-hmm. Over a long period of time. Over too. a long period of time. It's been a long, slow, but, steady build. But they own all of these college baseball games, and they treat them like they don't. Yep. They treat them like it's a burden. Don't you think that if you showed and invested and cared about college baseball, I'm not saying that it would be the same thing as MLB, and I'm not saying you need to invest it in the same as basketball, because nationally basketball does better as a sport than baseball. It just does. Women's or men's. It just does better. But if you invested and cared... It's just so regional. Don't you think popularity... I mean, because the Big Ten just does not... Women's basketball was four programs it was, when they started and, investing. And honestly, like... States win over UConn. It helped. It helped a lot. Yes, no doubt. It broke some glass ceilings. But baseball, I mean, like the Big Ten can't play at home until like Come mid-April. On, I mean, Michigan played the national championship they game did, three years and, ago. But, but uh, name one player off that team. Yeah, I can't. That's my point. Like, no, I mean, name a player off any random they, non-SEC na- college Name a Michigan. Team. I mean, I get Michigan fans in here and be like, name one player off that but, team. But if you put more into it. you, you got to spend money to make money, you know? I mean, and, and when you've got the, I mean, the look, opportunity to showcase an environment like what you're going to get, and you don't even send the but, broadcasters but, there, it, it's just yeah. a bad and, and, and we're not talking about that much money. It, it <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, I, we're, no, we're, all, we're all on the same page. But, but hold, on, hold on. I think you're doing a disservice when you go, oh, they can't even play outside in Michigan, they don't really care about it there. That That's not entirely true. Okay. There are two Northeast baseball programs, mm-hmm. programs in the Northeast, and one in a Power Five conference, whatnot, that are year in, year out, not year in, year out, most years top 25 programs. Mm-hmm. UConn and Boston College. Yeah. And now, they don't have any fan support. 
so maybe you grow that I mean, part of it. You know, Indiana has had some good teams here and there. Ohio State's been good here and there. Maryland was good last year. Maryland, yeah. But I don't know. I just, I mean, and on top of that, like, I mean, Oklahoma played in the national championship game last year. I, I don't remember who they beat, who they lost to, but they. I will make a prediction that Oklahoma changes the way it views that's what I was get to is baseball. Like, they're about right to build now, a sixty million dollars stadium. That's what I'm saying. Their, their stadium the right now holds like two thousand people. Yeah, you know. I don't think Oklahoma is going to allow itself to be shamed. UCLA won a national title a few years ago. Their their stadium holds like a thousand people. Yes, I know. I've done, yeah. done games there. Yeah. So I mean, it, so cold. It's just at UCLA freezing. Really. That's interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. Friday night game, 7 o'clock, first pitch, cold front blows through, spit and rain, and I'm sitting at a table yeah. on the concrete <laughs> above the top row of the stands. No tent, no roof, no whatever. Yeah. They did the next day move me into, like, there was like a makeshift press box, a couple of you know student workers in there running the scoreboard or something like, yeah, you can go in there to get out of the weather. like. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Jackie so nice Robinson Stadium in all its glory. Oh, my God. I didn't know that story. That's that's really funny. Yeah. It's still bad for you, it's but, you know. Freezing. It's like we're in Los Angeles in March. What are we doing? <laughs> Get some sunshine? It's supposed to be 70 degrees in Southern sunny. California? I saw the La Brea Tar Pits. That's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Great lunch at, um, what was that place? Duke's. Duke's. On the water in uh, Malibu? Oh, I bet. Oh, fish tacos. Yes, please. All right, we'll wrap it up next. Sports Talk Mississippi, Pearl River Resort Studio, live today at Divinity and Madison. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Past three hours with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us one last time as we finish up from Divinity Equipment, Highway 51 in Madison, the Kubota Field Day event. And uh, a lot of people have been in and out of the store today. I know you guys had a huge crowd in here at lunchtime. Uh, yeah, it's been I didn't good. know that we, this was going to be such a good happy hour crowd. But yeah, uh, yeah, we had a good turnout, man. A lot of people here this afternoon. I think we fed, I don't know how many pounds of pork, but I was kind of told everybody, I mean, we I had like 82 pounds of, of meat. Of meat. And I don't know how many pans we have left, but it's not many. No. So we've we've done a we've we've gone through some food today. Well, it was really yeah. good. The barbecue was outstanding. Matt did a phenomenal did a job, job with, with yeah, the yeah. Uh, the barbecue. It was really worth it. All right, I'm looking straight out. Is that an aerator, or what is that like at? a the, uh, the it's like a walk behind it? That's Kevin. I know that guy. Hey, <laughs> we got Kevin. Hello. Kevin's here. <laughs> um, it looks like the small drum that goes. No, it's pyrate. So it's kind of a you can put them on, that's a mini skid so that's a power rake on the front of a skid steer so it'll it'll come and smooth out like you you can put them on a bigger skid steer but that's the mini version. Kind of like what am I power raking? Well, so like if you're if you flower bed or like yeah, if you if you've got dirt where it's uneven you can go uh -huh. and take that thing and it turns okay. and it'll smooth it out slick okay. it out yeah kind of like a tiller except it's not going to go as deep. Gotcha. So not as deep as a tiller, and it's not going to shake you as bad as a tiller does either. That's right. Yeah. Hey, you've got great tiller selection as I well. Do. We got some Toro tillers, and I think we've got those priced at three ninety nine, sir. There you go. That's it. Good time to uh, good time to get them. Yeah. All right, let's talk tractors just for a second. 
25 horse Kubota four wheel drive tractor, the L2501, uh, between the discount and the event coupon, we're closing in on $2,000 in savings on this tractor. Yep. 25 over one, that's my, and I told you earlier, and I think we went back there and looked at one. That is my favorite little 25 horse tractor for five foot implements. I mean, it's phenomenal. It doesn't have all the DPF filters and regulations, just an old school diesel engine. Kubota, and you everything can get it on in it. Either the hydrostatic it, transmission hydrostatic or, or mechanical. That's or right. Mechanical. Either or. Yeah, that's right. Okay. What, um, what can you do with a, a 25 horse tractor? Well, what can you do? What can't? I mean, I know. What you, can you not do with the twenty-five? Oh, okay. What, what can you not do with a twenty-five horse tractor? <laughs> I mean, any some of your heavier foot, work I mean, stuff. anything five foot. I mean, if you've got you know, uh, uh, you know, five six acres, and you want to finish and mower or tiller, or post hole digger. Of course, a lot of people, you know, we put loaders on probably. Heck, 90% of the tractors we sell now, and you know they got a little third function valve, so you can put grapples on the front, so you can go pick up sticks and okay. trash. Man, there's all sorts of stuff you can do with it. All right, if we bump up to the uh, the BX and the LX tractors, what are we talking about? Well, that's the, so the BX LX is a little smaller than the L's. Okay, um, but you 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 can stay the same horsepower in those, just a little smaller frame. Okay, so if you've got so it's kind of a utility. That's right. That's right. You know, if you've got a little smaller garage space or, 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 or trying to get into a tighter spot, um, I've actually sold some LX tractors and BX tractors on some golf courses, you know, okay. more, you know especially application stuff, picking up golf balls, things like that, um, you know, uh, you know, more specialty type tractor. We haven't mentioned these today because Kubota is so much of what you do, but you guys have got New Holland tractors, we too, do. and they make yeah. an incredibly good tractor. Well, today, like I said, today's Kubota field event. Well, no, that's why I put this on here, New Holland, um, old Ford tractor, been around forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have... I mean, you have some folks. If you cut them, they bleed orange. But there's some other folks that bleed blue. They bleed so blue. So they like they like the blue tractors, the old Ford. If Bruce Davini was here, he he yeah, that's Jackson Ford tractor. So I mean, I I think he cut Bruce. He may bleed blue blue a little bit. I'm just could, telling you. Could so. be. Uh, bottom line is you got a great inventory. I know right now we, we've been dealing for a couple of years with supply chain stuff. You've got an incredible inventory right now of lawnmowers that are on here. People can come in. They can yep. buy a mower. They can take it home with them today. Whether it's walk behind, zero turn, stand up riders, small tractors, bigger tractors, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, inventory's coming back. I mean, two years. I mean, it's been the age. You know, hey, yeah. I can't get this. Or I mean, heck, sure. I mean, a year and a half ago, I had two tractors. Could you imagine walking, coming, pulling it's in amazing. my lot? And I have two tractors on this yard to sell. That I've been coming it. here for a long time. You it's never looked two. like that. I know. Two. But right now, yeah, inventory's coming back. So, I mean, if you guys this spring are looking for something, uh, you know, upgrade your yard, lawn, you know, get, get you know, for your farm, we've got it here in stock ready to go now. And like I said, financing good, discounts are good. Now's the time to buy. And, and the bottom line is, we'd love for you to come by today. Or I mean, we're coming we to an end. Crew. I mean, there's, Today's still, there's a lot of folks in here. Not right got now. a whole lot left, but you guys aren't going anywhere. Well, You've been here a long time, be, yeah. and uh, everybody's kind of transitioning into that. Okay, it's warmed up, grass is growing, we got projects, some time to do, and now is the time to be thinking about deer season next year and all of the work that needs to happen in the off season to get food plots ready and maintenance done and that's where you need your track. I was picking with a buddy of mine. He he was already getting his dove field planting, you know, cutting and planting and tilling for dove field, already planting I think this week, two days ago. I saw a guy on Instagram yeah. that was uh he said it's dried up, it's warmed up, it's time to plant He's corn. He's ready to get her done. He, he was right. getting after it, it already. That's it. Man, thanks so much for having us. It's been great I'm glad to be you back. Came. I'm really glad, good to be I, here. I, I, I am I am tickled to death this worked out and I'm glad I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you guys came. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, Jonathan McMillan, yeah. Divinity Equipment.
Highway 51 in Madison, location in Jackson is? Uh, Spring Ridge Road. Spring Ridge Road in Jackson as well. This has been fun today. If you don't make it by today, be sure to stop by soon and check them out here at Divinity. Thank you for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Pearl River Resort Studios on the road today at Divinity. We'll talk to you tomorrow as we get you set for Ole Miss and Mississippi State Super Bulldog Weekend. Good night. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services a Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.